Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of the What's Brewing show on the What's Brewing Network. I am your host, Sam Bone, or Brian, as you all know me. We are here for the next two hours. Our call-in number is 563-999-3488. This is not your typical show uh, for two hours. This is the 2021 NAFA trade deadline show. For those that listen to us normally, it's not your normal night. So I apologize, but listen on the network for other shows. want to send a shout-out to George Brew for allowing us to use this platform. Does he loves fantasy hockey? He loves hockey and fantasy hockey, and he just loves and enjoys it, so he allows us to use the platform, and we thank you for that. So here's how it works. For anybody listening, as you know, NAFA is made up of 16 owners from New York to Albany to Florida, to Michigan, to me out here in brisk, chilly Southern California tonight. So our trade deadline is 12 o'clock midnight. So we hope to have a flurry of trades and we're going to talk about everything. But before we begin, it's amazing that it's been over two years since we've had this show. And I'm going to tell you that it's just great to be here. I mean, especially after the year we went through and the, the best word I could use, the word of the year for NAFA to me is adapting and change. And here's what I mean. The last year has been rough for all of us for many reasons. It's hit people at different levels. I'm not going to go down memory lane here. I mean, just think about the last time we did this show was the night before New England won the Super Bowl over the Rams with Tom Brady. Feels like 15 years ago, doesn't it? What makes why adaptive is such a big word is we've all had to adapt. We've had to adapt our schedule. We've had to adapt the way we run this league. We've had to adapt under new commissioner. And we give a shout out to Tommy for all the wonderful work he did over the years. And we're so glad he's still an integral part of this league. And we'll always be grateful for that. We've had to change schedules. We've had to do different things. We've had our agreements and disagreements, but yet here we are on a Saturday night doing our trade deadline show. Who will strike tonight? Where will the big trade come from? We shall see. And again, if you're listening, guys, I'm going to bring you all in, so please be patient um, with us. And one more thing, want to give a massive shout-out to Frank, who's going to come on shortly, all the incredible work he's done with this league, all the scores, the enthusiasm, the updates, dealing with us, on a weekly basis, it, it's it's been a lot of work, and and we really appreciate it. And we and also for Craig, just the incredible amount of 
work he puts into the file and he does it, it it's a thankless job and but for us it will always be something we'll thank him for and we really really appreciate it especially tonight but all year because you know NAFA NAFA is more than just fantasy hockey in a sense I mean I've forged some really great friendships out of this league and even brotherhoods and I'm so grateful for that so that that is above anything else wins losses my team is terrible it's fine because the, we're here tonight, and that's what's exciting. So let's get to it. You guys don't want to hear me babble. First up, let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend. I do not have a perfect soundbite for him tonight because this is not my usual studio. But let's bring in our fearless leader, Frank. You are on the line. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Good. How about yourself? Good, good. Just updating some scores, trying to get okay. uh, get caught up with all the games that went final. Yeah. Working on currently the the one that just did with Arizona and Anaheim and uh Derek Broussard had a hat trick in that game tonight. Who had a hat trick in that game? Derek Broussard, you believe that? Derek Broussard with the hat trick. Jeez. He's got more goals than Jack Eichel. So you wanna know what kind of year it's been? <laughs> in one game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So um, just to, just to, to to go through a few things, I, I wanted to echo your uh, your thoughts on um, on Craig. I think I've gotten an email with the updated roster about thirty five thousand times, but I um, <laughs> I think he's been sitting on his computer the entire day. Um, so uh, Craig, again, thanks for that. Uh, we we greatly appreciate it. Um, thanks, Sanborn, and. All those out there that uh, that gave us the show, we, we I know a lot of us really love uh, listening in and and stuff like that. And um and honestly, this week has been awesome. This week is the, the whole year. You know, we pretty much made the best the best of it. I know there's been a, a lot of wonkiness as 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 we've said a, a bunch of times, but yep. yep. Um, I think we've made the best of it. I think I know. Like during the course of the year, we've talked about the negatives of, you know, the the shortened season, having to play two two matchups in a week, um, you know, and, and and all that stuff, and and guys being pulled for COVID and and postponed games and all that stuff. But I look at the standings, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of teams up top that aren't the normal teams that are up there. And Correct. I wanted to just give a shout out to them for having mm-hmm. such a great season, even getting through, you know, all the the wonkiness, like we said, as, as this season has been. I want to point out the fact that Long Island, mm-hmm. you know, is is number one at the moment. You know, that might change after tonight, but at the moment, he's number one in Napa. Um, I look at Orlando, who has basically bled Napa. In, in points basically the entire season and may jump again into first place again tonight. Um, I look at Philadelphia, who's basically been in the top two spots for most of the season. Yep. I see Calgary yep. up there. Um, you know, I see Allentown. I see Los Angeles, you know, yep. making a little bit mm-hmm. of a run. Lately. Yeah, it- you know what's nice about this, Frank? You're seeing a mix of younger, own, I quote, younger owners in the league, and and guys have been here for a while, so it's right. It's a real nice well, balance, I, you know. 
that's what I was going to say. Not, it, it, not one point did I mention Jacksonville. Did I mention Buffalo? Did I mention Peterborough? Did I mention Las Vegas? So, but yeah, the parity of the league has it. it it's just it's it's amazing. It's been such a positive. So many positives in a year that could have been a really big negative. And mm-hmm. we have so many positives this year, and I think that that's yeah. something. And uh, you know, to, to add to that, over the, the course of this last week, I see Delaware mm-hmm. to make a run. Yep. I see Calgary adding to make a run. I see Los yep. Angeles. Obviously, he's been dealing all year. I see. We didn't we didn't think that Steven Stamkos would ever get into another lineup, and he's now on Lakeland. And then, yep. Nobody is untouchable. I mean, nobody. Even yep. McDavid was out, you know, within the past two years. So, oh, by the way, speaking nobody, of, guess who just scored for the Edmonton Oilers? Oh boy! <laughs> oh, take a one guess, Connor McDavid. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, man. I'm not regretting that one. I, I'll be 80 <laughs> years old. We'll sit in a rocking chair, Frank and I. Man, remember the time I traded Connor McDavid? How ridiculous <laughs> that was! No. <laughs> Nah, you know what? It, it all turned out fine. I got a couple of really good things, but still, it's just, it's just kind of crazy. But real quick, Frank, I but wanted to why... just, yeah, oh, go ahead. Go no, I wanted go to ahead. say for tonight, as trades come in, that's our breaking okay. news. So if you guys have anything to tell me, you can message me on Facebook Messenger. Also, if you really want to get at me tonight, I just want to put a public service announcement out there. Try to get on me on the messenger because I'm running the show. I may not be looking at my phone that much, so I just wanted to put that out there. And we do have our three callers waiting. I will get to you shortly. Frank, do you have any other thoughts you wanted to, to express before now? Um, well, I can – if you if you want to take a first, the first caller and then come back to me, I will give an update on scores of all games that have gone final so far. Okay, sure. Yeah, and, and here's how it's going to work, guys. We We have four callers waiting, okay? So – you know, as we, you know, it could get a little crazy. So just everybody, you know, just if we have patience with everybody, that'd be awesome. And I've, I'm so happy to hear, see all these callers. So let's bring in 631 caller number one. We have three callers from the 631. Actually, four of the five callers are from 631. So where do you think the, the melting, where, where do you think the hotbed of NAFA is, right? What, what part of the country, right? <laughs> so That would be New York. Let's, let's bring in 631. You are on the air 901. Hello. I don't rec- Hello? Who is this? Who's on the phone? I don't recognize numbers, so I apologize. Hey, hey Sanborn, it's, uh, it, it's the other Brian in the league. Oh, no! <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is the mad trader himself, Gucci fan. Yeah. Brian Kister <laughs> Jr. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's going all right. I got some uh, some trades that I'm uh, I'm gonna be uh, unleashing pretty soon because everybody knows unleashing. Me. Okay, I like that word. Unleashing. Like I'm yep. gonna put them, the first one in right now. I got two. Yep. Excellent. Um, so, man, we've had a ton of activity here. I've I've been out most of the day and I'm still trying to go through all this. Hey, we have. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First one of the night, Frank. We have a deal between Frank Sr. and Brian Kister Jr. 
Shea Weber is yet on the move again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ryan Strom and the third-round pick of Phillies to Las Vegas for Noah Hannafin, Chris Kreider, and a fifth-round pick. That's a very interesting trade. Yeah, Senior offered me that trade, and I had to go. I had to. Mm-hmm. Well, you get a big winger, and if you have the defensive depth, and I may, you know, we'll work on that soon. Uh, that you know, there's there's value there. So, and, and Frank Senior gets a big defenseman that he really yeah. needs because his defense has been what looked like was going to be great, right, Frank? As just it hasn't happened for Senior. So he gets himself a yeah. big defenseman. Yeah, I think we have put that as one of the best defenses in the league. But McCarr being hurt, Yossi um, underachieving this year with Nashville underachieving. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Tyson Barry started a little slow with that. He was with a new team, but he's, been, he's come on a little bit more lately. So. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, um, I want to bring on another 6-3-1. Okay, and I'm sorry, I don't know your number, 987, you are on the air. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Mike from Long Island. What's up, Mike? What's going How's on? How's it going, everybody? Welcome. Not much, not much. Good to Thank hear you. from you. Yeah, same. You're having, I'm you're having, quite, yeah, you're having quite the few weeks here. You've been wheeling and dealing, making all kinds of, cra- of awesome trades. Yeah. So how are you feeling right now? A little down tonight, you know, I had that lead going in and, you know, God damn Devin Tays, bastard that he is, you know, trade him away. But you know what it happened, oh. you know, I got made a great deal, Lee, you know, bad injury. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Restock and get ready for next week. Gotta make a couple of big moves, so I'm looking I'm looking pretty good. I'm 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 happy. Nice. I mean, oh yeah, Taves was a plus three and a goal tonight. The old plus yep, three and plus goal three, uh, and one goal weapon. Too. Yeah. Yep. yep. Almost a plus three for Cam McCart tonight, but he was a plus two, as I see. Yeah, and then no one decided to play tonight, so you know what? It happens. Yeah. Reload, and we'll be back out there. We'll, we'll, we'll go back on another winning streak. I think I got Lakeland this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then Allentown, and then the ladder. So we'll see where I end up, you know? Oh, I want that first well. overall seed. Frankie knows that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep, and I want that first overall pick. So we're in totally different realms right now. <laughs> there you go. Hard to get that pick with Frank having six of them. Frank, yeah. And- Welcome to the round, everybody. Okay, Frank, take the next 25 minutes. Everybody take a coffee break, have a tea break, go get something to eat, and we'll be back after Frank is done with the draft. <laughs> there you go. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say what yeah, you're feeling like, right? <laughs> But something tells me that the great shark will have something up his sleeve in the summertime to change those <laughs> scenarios. It's quite <laughs> possible. I'm pretty sure of it. If it's one thing you can say about Napa, it's that you never know. Never say, yeah. You know what? Yeah, it's not. Is that New York Lottery's uh, saying? You never know. Yeah, it should yeah. be. That should be the uh, theme of Napa. You just, you never know. That should be like everybody um, You want a score update? Sure. Feel free to go through that. I'm going to, yeah, I may be going in and out because I got some things on the table I got to address. So feel free to do what you got to do. Okay. Um, Nashville extends their lead on Las Vegas, 12 to 5. Uh, we have 
Philadelphia leading San Francisco six to three. Uh, we have Kelowna taking a one nothing lead with a Sveshnikov goal. After what a monster afternoon he had. Philip Grubauer gets the shutout with the 30 saves on top of Sam Gerard's plus two in that game, on top of wow. plus three in, the, in the, the, the late afternoon game, took away uh, six goals from from Johnny. And I know Johnny's not too pleased about that. <laughs> uh, we have Delaware City tied at 4-4, which probably would have been the, the highlight game of the week considering how crazy this game is right now. Um, I, that game does not include the McDavid goal. So if that McDavid goal stands, which I would guess that it does, um, that is that would put Delaware in the lead by one. Um, the only two games that I did not do yet is St. Louis and uh, San Jose and Winnipeg-Edmonton because they're still playing. Uh, Jacksonville has a five to negative one lead on Buffalo, thanks to Adam Fox's plus three today. Uh, Peterborough is up eight to nothing on Los Angeles. As we said a little a couple minutes ago, Orlando has taken the lead with Devon Taves' goal in plus three. He has also added goals from Horvat and Besser to take an eight to five lead over Long Island. Long Island did get a goal from Edmonton and from Bavillier as well. Um, okay. And Lakeland has an 11 to three lead on Allentown. Wow. So that that currently is the up to date scores. Lots going on. As we we all got from all talking the super quiet, which we all know what that means. But you know what? We do have some <laughs> dun, more callers. Dun, dun. I want to bring. I'll, yeah, I, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to bring on some more callers, okay? And I guys, oh, you've been boy. waiting. And again, our number is five six three nine 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 three four eight eight. Another nine. Oh, this is a nine one seven. That is a New York number. So let's see who this is. Welcome. That would be John. Hello. Is that is that is that is that Barry Lamar Bond Triple. on the other line? Is that is that uh, day, is that Jason Blake on the other line? <laughs> I've never heard of those buns. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Johnny? Hey, I'm doing good. How's everyone? Doing great. Doing great. Okay. Well, except for my, I was, except for my I, I was fantasy doing pretty good, good until uh, the day started. So. <laughs> oh, what's going on? In my face. What the way I look at it, I'm like I I like where my team is at. Uh, look like we're gonna suffer uh, the the loss, but I'm like, you know what? All I want to do is, is make the playoffs because I think my team is good enough to uh, compete. So as long as I'm in the playoffs, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm happy. So that was my yep. main goal this year to get to the the playoffs. Well, I had bigger goals, but once COVID came, I'm like, well, you never know what's gonna happen. So I'm like, let's just try to get the team to the playoffs, which it looks like is gonna happen. So I'm good. Well, well, hold on one guys real quick. Who else is involved in this trade but Brian Kister and the Los Angeles Earthquakes to San Francisco <laughs> sends PK Subban and two fourth round picks from Matthias Eckholm and a tenth and eleventh. 
And as Brian Kessler said, the impossible has happened. I mean, he was talking to me in the chat all day. I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> he said that it was like Los Angeles and San Francisco making a trade was like Boston and, the, and, and New York making a trade. It never happened. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I moved so, yeah, to so, I had to get another defenseman back. Do you want, you guys, you want to hear something crazy? I think we almost have as many trades right now as we did for the entire 2019 deadline for two hours. Frank, I think we only had like two or three trades. It was just so – last year was so slow. It was unbelievable. I think unbelievable. Craig and I did a trade just solely to do a trade. <laughs> yes. It was just – I don't know what it was about last year. And we didn't think the season was going to be shut down for the pandemic on early February. We just thought that, right. oh, you know, it's going to be a big flu and we'll be good for a couple of weeks and, you know, we'll be okay. So, you know, but that, anyway, that's just – I'm just glad to see that. I want to thank Craig for uh, putting up with me and all my deals all the time. I want to thank him. <laughs> you know I what? I him through a lot of crap. You should probably order Craig some DoorDash or some kind of, like, feast for dinner one night. I should get him a 12-pack off some... Amazon or something. You yeah. Know, like, you should go to Whole Foods or something. Be like, what do you want? I'll get it for you. Yeah, <laughs> send him a little something, you know? Maybe that's a good idea, see? A little uh, little, little, yeah, little, I mean, uh, little, little extra. Set this way. <laughs> I owe him some. I, I owe him a lot because of all the crap I put him through. <laughs> I just with all with, with all the deals I make, I, I, I probably kick everybody off at least once this year. Once? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun tonight. Hey, I guys, we have two more callers on the line. Two more six three ones. Can you believe it? Six three one is running the show tonight. It's I mean, Long it's, Island uh, taking over. It's Long Island take it over. All right, let's let's bring in another nine oh one. We got two nine oh ones on the line. Welcome aboard. Brian. <clears throat> Brian it's Doug. What's up, Doug? Uh, you know it's funny? I hey, just, how I are don't you? even I don't even remember your number because they always show my phone. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? Hi, Dad. Good. I, Hi. I love it. <laughs> Um, Gotta love to hide that from the other room. <laughs> Gotta yeah, love right? it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm in my room and uh, in the living room. <laughs> then very, very quiet for me this year. Well, on, there's a good reason for um, that. All the time. There's a good reason for you know, that. On, you have, you have really you done know. great for yourself. I think everybody yeah, knows how good he's done. You know, I'm doing. You know, I oh. don't. I don't feel like I need to really break up anything, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to go with what I have basically. Yep. I, Public, you know, by I'm the way, trying to. I, try I, I, I want to take a poll here. Do you guys want the breaking news sound for every trade I say, or do you think it's going to drive you nuts after about two hours? I mean, I've made my trades. I don't know if anybody else is anybody else is doing anything. <laughs> I don't think. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going. I'm doing it. I'm sorry. Today. I made Vince one train today so far. I don't think yeah. I'm done. <laughs> no, you're not done. Uh, Vince done <laughs> to Orlando. Damn it. And Lakeland's eighth, and there's Frank getting in with another six. Just what you need. You know what, Frank? You, you need Frank. Jacksonville needs to What's work funny on is I don't even year. see that it, It's so bad. I see it one minute ago. I see it in the NAFA <laughs> transaction. But Frank's really no, got to work on it. Frank, do you see it? 
it. Yeah, it's there. I see it. I see it for sure. So maybe it just hasn't come through. Yeah, I mean, I made the trade I mean, with Edward earlier today, and his went into junk mail. So I'll check my yep. junk mail right I don't now. See either. I got to check it too. Yep. To see if I have it. But By the way, big I shout don't... out to Ed. Welcome to welcome aboard. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's one of these numbers, but let's bring out another six three one. So this this has to be the most callers we've ever had at one time. So six three one, you well, are I on. I would five, take eight, it over. Five eight nine. That's that's senior. Hello. Is that Frank? Frank Senior. <laughs> Frank Senior. How are you? You know, this may be the first time in NAFA history we've had two father-son combinations on the show at the same time. <laughs> that is you true. Should the, you should have saw the draft party last year. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was me and Dad sitting at one table, and then it was Frank Jr. and Frank Sr. at the other one, just looking at each other in the face, like trying to hide anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing in the world. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm having issues receiving these trades. So, like I, said, yeah, I, I, I made a trade with Ed. I made a trade with Ed this or this morning, and I had a go into my junk mail. I didn't see it. Is it is the NAFA transaction going to your? Uh... No, I don't. Sure I don't know. Your junk mail? Hmm. I had Frank send that to me directly, but I don't. I don't have it. Yeah, because I see them. I I definitely see them coming in. I didn't see it yet. I'm still waiting. Hey, Brian, can I say something? You could absolutely. Yeah, sure. The floor is yours. This is oh, your show, guys, not mine. So feel free to do okay. what you got to say. This first is our of all, show. Of course, okay, first of all, of course, um, we all have to thank Frank Jr., Craig, and you, and for doing an excellent job. Okay, I think um, this year with the COVID um, has been very difficult. And um, I think that it has changed a lot of things this year. I have in front of me that I printed out back in January, okay, a projected final standings for each conference. And I just like to go over it, okay? The Bates Conference. Predicted number one was me, then Delaware, Calgary, Nashville, San Francisco, Kilauea, Philadelphia, Atlantic City. Uh, that that hasn't changed too much. I mean, I'm not up top, but um, it it's not too drastic. But I look at the Pickwick's Junior Conference of Peterborough, Buffalo, uh-huh. Jacksonville, Orlando. Lakeland, Allentown, Los Angeles, and Long Island in number eight spot. I think it could almost be upside down. Um, With with that in mind, okay, and with the COVID there, um, you know, like the injury to the players and the COVID protocol and all that, that that affected um, everybody, I think. But there was one other thing that that we changed this year, and that was playing in two people, two teams in the same week. And I think uh-huh. that may have 
added to it a little bit. Maybe may, some of you may feel it made it better. Some of you may feel it made it worse. But I sort of like to make a, um, you know, put a question out there, okay? I'm not, um, I'm not saying that I like it or I don't like it. I just want to put it out to the owners of, think, of thinking about it for next year to do the same thing for 20 weeks, so that now we would play 40 games, it may, you know, add to it a little bit because now each week you could ha- you could have a great week and win, you know, like two games in the same week. You could have a medium week and win one and lose one. And huh. you could have a lousy week, of course, and lose two or maybe even be close in one instead of get like you could be blown out by one team and still be in it with the other team. So you, you, you really don't lose interest that week because you still have a chance to win one game. So I don't know if that has added to some excitement. I don't know. You know, we have a lot of guys making trades now still interested. So I just mm-hmm. want to put it out there to all the owners to see if they want to stay with that for next year. Because, um, I don't know, maybe it had something to do with the topsy-turvy stuff. Yeah, listen, I, you know, I, I, these are great ideas. I would love to take this, you know, offline, take it into the summer, and I don't know if I could speak on behalf of everybody else, but sure. I mean, I'm up for any kind of ideas like this, so at least on the surface just to discuss it. So, Okay. Well, that's when it's going to have to be decided, so... Oh, definitely, yeah. But that these are the kind of things that I enjoy about this league. Is you know we get a lot of we have a lot of bright minds in this league. So you know we definitely bring a lot of different ideas and perspectives. You know, some some people may feel that it's going to change the infrastructure of the league. And if you feel that way, fine. We don't do it. You're like, well, no. I mean, I'm I'm not advocating either way. I I just wanted to. You know, put it out there like we had to do it this year because of the amount of weeks that we had. And in order to make it, um, you know, like a full schedule, we had to mm-hmm. double up for at least, you know, at least part of it. We don't have to do that next year, I, I hope. But would it make it more interesting if we did do it? Yeah. So, no, listen. So no, all I'm like asking, it. guys, you know, whoever's out there, if you're here this year, think about it. Um, let let Frank Jr. know. Let Brian know. Let Craig know. And um, LMK. It's it's up to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely good stuff. Okay. Thanks, Frank. Alrighty. I guess Wait, I we lost. My uh, yep, seven oh four. If you're out there, please call back. I was just about to bring you in. <laughs> we dropped. I think that's Craig. Well, there was that. <laughs> yep, Johnny said maybe, maybe a compromise first ten weeks, two games a week. I mean, listen, I, I just love the ideas. I mean, the more we bring to the table, the better. So, absolutely, call in number five six three nine 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 three four eight eight if you want to get with us. We have one, two, three, four, five, six. We have seven of the sixteen owners on the line right now, which is great. Made a small deal. I don't even. I'm not even sure if the deal me and you, Doug Vade, is worth the breaking news, but, <laughs> you know, 
I mean, get to the point where as many times as you, as you can because we didn't get to hit it last year. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know what? After two years, why not? When Neil, when Neil Pionk gets moved from my team, it's worthy. Neil Pionk in a sixth to uh, Orlando and a fifth for me and Josh Morrissey. Just a one-round upgrade. Nice little economical sweet move for Doug. I like that. So, there you go. I might, I'm determined to finish my draft by the fifth round. That's, that's, basically, I mean, that's basically all I've done this year. Yep. That's basically, that's basically. Frank and I are going to be done before some teams start next year. That's going to be the best part. Right, Frank? Actually, I, have, I just have accomplished it. I am done in the fifth round now. You're actually done before me. I'm done. I'm not done for the sixth. Yeah, well, unless he chopped the two picks, but that's besides the point. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. No, I'm, I'm including the picks that I chopped. The only way I'm done before that is if I win one of the the um, mm-hmm. the playoff pool. <laughs> yep. So that this this is my problem now. I have guys available, but I I, yeah, I don't have like you know trading an eleventh round pick or getting an eighth round pick does nothing at this point. So because I'm I'm not going to use them anyway. <clears throat> but anyway, maybe there's a big announcement coming later. Who knows? What could happen on trade deadline night? And 57 minutes left. 57 minutes. Yes, 57 minutes to the deadline. Feel free to message me. If you have a question about anybody, you know where to. Just let me know. You know. (laughs) Pretty much anybody. Anybody but like Pasternak and Lineage. Lonnie is open for discussion. I'm putting that out there right now. That's all I'm saying. I've discussed about it, and then you go like, oh, no, screw that. You're not doing it. <laughs> well, because it was like, by the time it was like I get back to you, by the time I get back to you, that aforementioned player, Frank, you like that word, is gone. Yeah. It's already yeah. been traded to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> It's like me with freaking Morator last year. I kept going to him like I kept going to him yeah. like one step, was, couple weeks like I mean, are, are you gonna move would you move Barzell? Would you move Barzell? Would you move Barzell? I felt like I was annoyed no. yeah. I felt like I was harassing him, it was bad. No, last year's trade deadline was, was the craziest. Where where Brian offered me three players in succession and all three players were traded to other teams. Before I could say accept, and I said accept at all three, and they were all gone by the time I got back to them. And when I say how long, I'm talking within like two minutes. I'm not talking within hey, like tra- an hour. The train moves. <laughs> the train is not, the train has been derailed. Freaking dad tells me that all the time. The train's been derailed. Talk damn track now. Yeah, but definitely, you know, try to, you know, when you make the offer, try to keep it to that person. Just, it's just just for for um, you know it's always a good quote tactic to do you know when when offering to somebody so eight six two is on the line I think I know who this may be but eight six two you're on the line good evening gentlemen this is Jason calling San Francisco Jason. to New Jersey what's going on in the Jersey tonight 
Well, I think a lot of things have been shaken up on the Spiders roster. Uh, I mean, geez, it's been kind of a monumental year. I mean, no doubt, yeah, right? I want to I want to give you the floor about the moment you traded Steven Stamkos after all these years. You know what? I I know that that Dan always wanted him, and he's the biggest Lightning fan uh, I think in the world, probably. So you know, the fact that I gave him the opportunity and I even entertained it, and to be honest. Dan came in and he immediately did not lowball me, you know, and and I I really do appreciate that, you know, and I, I took him seriously, honestly, that he wanted to do it, and you know, I eventually it, it could have dragged on a little bit longer, and I didn't want to force any anything that was uncomfortable, and uh, yeah, I mean, I got a heck of a deal, and I can't complain. Yeah, it was uh, quite the blockbuster. We've had a, a few of those this year. <laughs> but, who knows yeah, I'm, I'm going to be joining you guys uh, and finishing up the draft uh, fairly early, it sounds like, and I'm uh, willing to yeah. you know, move any of my later round picks. Yeah, I think I got a, a ninth round and an eighth round pick that I'm definitely willing to part with if you guys want someone for my roster. Paging Brian Kister. Yeah. yeah. The, fact, the fact that Brian and I made a deal, too, there's another monumental moment. I, I don't know how many times, Brian, I've had to shut you down, but, you know, I have let's be honest. I've shut you down so many times. I've gone to him for everybody. I've gone to him for it. See, over-under oh, oh, on Brian Kister's shutdowns for the year. Five, right, I own yeah, it. I, I, no, I definitely own that. <laughs> I'm still I've looking to – I'm wondering if Thomas Hurdle's available, though. <laughs> I got hurt Sorry, come on. Dan made available. the meme Dan made the meme <laughs> Brian why don't you want me <laughs> Yeah I gotta say the meme so, so, game Has been really good this year by the way For the group chat I just so, want to say so, Sam, Brian I gotta, I gotta say You gotta go back and look at uh, all the Twitter feeds From Tomas Hurdle since he was a rookie And you would just understand how poor his English once was, and how excitable uh-huh. and loving the guy is. He's an amazing player. I love him to death. But yeah, yeah I, I, something. You know, I'm gonna take. I can't take every shark. True. I mean, the reason why I wanted to move him was because last year, around this time, he got hurt, and I'm just like, oh god, I gotta replace him now. That's oh, every god, I year. I drafted. I drafted him on my taxi roster when he was not even in the league yet. I've known this forever. If I took every Sabre, I'd be picking first in this draft annually. So that's why I don't. Taylor Hall, stick with him, Brian. Oh, he's on my team, <laughs> and he's available if anybody wants to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing What's lights out for Buffalo? the hottest team in hockey. What's he, going on? He's, in your, he's your keeper, unfortunately. Well, no, if I'm you want to know what's going, you know it's what? For me to further. explain. For me to explain what's going on in Buffalo, I need a whole other show for that. Maybe at least an hour plus. So I don't <laughs> want to go down that road. It's just, it's just a nuclear bomb. There's really no other well, way. The to fact that you, you have both, yeah, in fact you moved your team to Buffalo just so they could be more Buffalo is is kind of Buffalo itself. Yeah, except for the football team. That's the only good saving grace I got going right now. <laughs> but the, it the all comes back around the whole Yeah, pretty much. Maybe that means I gotta move him again, Frank. What do you think? He, he can move Brady. to uh, uh, revamp the entire file again. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I won't do that to you. But I will. All right, Joe, I'm gonna drop. But, but please, 
Don't be afraid to make any offers. I, I have plenty of players available. You might hear from me. Thank you, Jason. Good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, in. All right. Hear from you. Yep. Take care, guys. Take it easy. Good too. talking to you, Jason. Jason Jansen, ladies and gentlemen. He is a very strict negotiator. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times he shut me down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I've had a few of those. I, I remember one year I offered five first-round picks in a trade for Stamkos, and it was just, no. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was just like, wow. Like, I just, I had I emptied the bucket, and it still wasn't enough. So, that happens sometimes. And we like, That'd be like Frank offering you five first-round picks for Poston. I could you tell him no. Frank? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, Frank, that's, Frank that's preps the offer. So we've had a decent amount of activity tonight so far. So I remember, I remember going up to you, Sanborn, and asking you know, what, what, what you, what, I, what you want from Pasternak, and you're like, I want five first-round picks and whatever you have on your team, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> never say never enough anymore. That's that's all I'll say about it. But as for myself, I'm pretty set I want to do next year. But again, if somebody twists my arm enough, why not? I'm shocked Doug, at how good my team's doing. I'm, you know, that's what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, and Frank went through it perfectly. It's, it's last year we had a quote, kind of a big five last year. We had myself, we had Frank, we had Frank Senior, we had Craig, and then we, you know, and we had uh, Teddy, right? And this year, almost all those teams have been flipped the other way. I mean, I'm out of it. I'm like the Sabres right now. I mean, I'm doing my best impression. Uh, Frank, you know, is, uh, Frank is fighting for the playoffs, which is something we're not used to seeing. Right? Frank's father's looked like was going to be a juggernaut team and some things have gone sideways in his defense, but it, yeah, I still think he's a threat. So we're gonna, it's going to be a very interesting playoff. I mean, there's some – Tommy's made some really big moves this week. I think it's put him in a very interesting position going forward. Big trade with Ehlers and uh, guys escaping me. Cole Caulfield, which I really love for both teams. I love Caulfield, but I really love Ehlers too for Tommy. Gives him that another big weapon that that he can go with. I was thinking about getting Ehlers last year, but I, I, I looked at his stats, and the problem is he was streaky. Oh, Ehlers is streaky. Yeah, he is. But you know, now that now that Ehlers, I mean, now that Lonnie's gone from from Winnipeg, I feel like even last, I think it was a couple of years ago when Lonnie got hurt, that's when Ehlers really took off. I think he's better off without Lonnie there, and I think it's starting to show. Can I tell you something funny? It's the trade deadline, but I'll, I'll be like, oh, this guy's available. Nobody will care because they're used to it. <laughs> Is your whole team available right now? I mean, anything can happen. You know me. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a, a, a solid star protect like you do. Like, freaking Pasternak and Lina and Eichel over there. 
Oh, Mr. Two Goal Eichel right now? I don't know about that. Don't be so sure. <laughs> I mean, Eichel's, Eichel's still a great player. You can't deny yeah, that. Yeah, he is. It's just, he's had, you know, he had the crack rib. He had the, now he's got the pinched cervical nerve, and he and supposedly he had another leg injury. So he had three things going on at once. So I really can't and get he had too. A crappy, he had a crappy coach running the team, too. Oh, yeah, so turn down – okay, so they said there's a lot of looping going on. If you're on the phone, please turn down the speakers. I am actually getting some feedback on my end that I can hear my echo. I'm on mute if so, I'm not talking. So if you're not talking, just put yourself on mute. Yeah, if you're not talking, that's just put yourself on mute, guys. If that's okay. Is that better, everybody? I'm on a landline. I can't do anything with it. Oh, you're good to go. I I don't. I still hear a little bit of an echo, but it feels like it's a little bit better now. Yeah, definitely better now. And Dad, okay. I'm sure you have a mute button on your phone. What was that? Even the the landline, I'm sure you have a mute button on the phone. It's not okay, it's definitely better now. It's better now, for sure. So <laughs> thank you, guys. I appreciate it. But All right, So 45 minutes. Anybody want to get at me, just message me on Facebook or whatever. I'm, I'm open for business. Let's go. Try <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> I mean, I've made a lot of trades. If you want to make another one, nah. just come at me. You haven't, you haven't done it. You haven't done anything, actually. Quite honestly, Brian, that's you should be doing more trades. That's the biggest no, lie. I'm kidding. I, I, Craig's about to hit me over the head when I said that. He's <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't give this kid any ammo. He'll just, he'll just keep going and make my life harder. What are you going to do when 45 minutes... Uh, I'm going to start crying. I'm going to start crying. I'm going to start... Uh, Binge looking at all all the trades I made. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be very very sad. Say that. <laughs> I mean, once playoffs comes around, there might be some uh, there might be some rivalries in the kiss the house. Who knows? We'll find out. Mhm. It might be uh, like fantasy football last year. Dad and I played each other, and uh, oh, we were cut, we were going at each other's throats. It was bad. <laughs> you imagine if we had a fantasy football league too with this craziness? Oh my goodness, I'm even. I mean, I have one. I have a couple people from NASA, and it's uh, <laughs> I have one with a couple of my you friends. You know what? Our I have breaking news. Our our uh, roster guy is taunting you now, saying he's getting bored, Gucci. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, this why is do the, I have to do everything? Craig is Craig is a machine. He is taunting you right now, saying, give me more. <laughs> He's ready. I, I mean, I, before I got at home, I was going to go to him because I know his defensive core is, very, is stacked. He's got, like, he's got, um, mm-hmm. he, he moves to, he's got Hughes. He's got, um, he's got Klingberg. He's got Brent Burns. The screwed up thing is I remember everybody's rosters because I because I remember trading with everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I mean, good stuff. I will move Dubois if anybody wants him. I move Dubois. Okay, Dubois is available. He's been a he's been um, an interesting guy this year. He's um he's yeah. so talented, but you know, it's just the trades and the you know then he had the quarantine and you know it's just been kind of apropos to how the year's been. There's another good word for you, Frank. <laughs> apropos. Yeah. Someone, I, I never know how to spell that one. You got to spell it. Meaning, oh, good luck. Yeah, it's just like I can't say uh, Igor Shashurkin's name correctly, which I still can't get correctly <laughs> for like the longest time. Even when Frank Senior made a deal this week with me, I still couldn't pronounce his name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had made two trades at the beginning of the show. I don't know if I'm making any more. If anybody wants to change that, let me know. I mean, I, I, I mean, whenever I make a trade, it's always me going to somebody first. So, I mean, it'd be nice for somebody to come to me for a change. That'd be cool. <laughs> but I feel like if I keep making moves, I'm going to piss more people off. So, I might just stay hold. See, this is about the time of the show. If you're, If this is your first time listening, I want to bring on two more callers, guys. It's going to get kind of crazy, so please bear with me. Oh, God. 704, you are on. Yo, 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 Gucci fam! It's your boy, Daddy Wheels! <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, 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 yo! What an introduction. I'm making, I'm making, yo, yo, I'm making all the deals with the mad honey. Uh, okay. Didn't know we had a rapper on the show, but anyway, how you doing, Dan? <laughs> I just Yep, six one six call back. So, I uh, I I just did some uh, Ubering, so I I just finished for the night, and now I'm going home and. If anybody wants to make any last-minute deals, I feel good yeah. about my team. Uh, but if somebody blows me away, I'm good. Samuel, can I say something first before you say something? When yeah, the first go ahead. Time I met, the first time I met Dan Wheeler, we, were went, to, uh, we went out to dinner in Florida. This was when I was moving into to Disney the day before I moved in. And... We went to this place. I forgot what it was called. Dan, do you remember what it was called? Culver's. We went to Culver's in Orlando, a couple miles from Disney. And me and Dad pull in, and we see Dan standing at the door. He's like, yo, yo, Gucci fam. (laughs) (laughs) He really greeted us the same way when I took a picture of Dad and Dan shaking hands and they made a deal. At the, at the table. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. And that's, that's the beautiful thing about NASA is that, you know, a lot of us have met and, you know, know each other and outside of even NAFA. So that that's yeah. one of the best. That's yeah. probably the best byproduct of this league. And, you know, the cool thing this year is I got uh, this past year before uh, COVID, I got to meet Frank and Tom. For the first time, so that was that was really cool. Where did you meet them? Um, at Disney. Oh, Frank, you met him at Disney. 
Yeah, we I didn't even know that. Hotel and, he, and he came by and said hello to everyone. Yeah, I went to, uh, I met him at Contemporary, and I met Tom at Art of Animation. Something like that. One of those value resorts, but we, we know how Kester Jr. thinks of Disney. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your favorite don't party. Get started, don't get him started. <laughs> yeah, please, Dan, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm not. We the past. Anyway, so no, lots of trades. You know what? I, I'm I'm trying to do like a tracker of teams that uh, Brian has not made a trade with, and I don't know if it's not a team that Brian has not struck a deal with this season. How about how about Ed? And how about Atlantic City? What? He hasn't done with Atlantic City? You need to contact him now. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, Dad. I'm on it. I'll contact Dad. Let's make a trade. Sure, why not? Right. Make, make, make it happen. Because you only trade once or, or, um, or you, only, you only got until... 37 minutes, and then you're going to have the biggest uh, nervous tick for a while because poor you is not going to be making any trades. I'm going to be so upset, man. You, know, you won't even know. I'll be so sad. I'm going to go look at all the NASA files about all the trades I made. I'm just I mean, because last time when I got into the league, I told myself that I wanted to establish myself and I wanted to make a trade with everybody because I wanted to meet people, meet everybody and we can establish it. So I you know, set my goal out to be I wanted to make a trade with everybody. We'll, we'll make one trade with everybody. And I think I did. You know what, Brian? We make fun of the, assessed, the crazy amount of trades, but the thing is, is... Um, you are uh, your team's made the playoffs, and um, um, you you have replicated what was really tough. And it's not easy to stay good in this league. Um, I've had to tinker so much with the team, and finally, I'm starting to feel really good about the direction. I mean. I mean, the, it's the it's the Tampa Bay Lightning and Kyle Connor, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I got three um, there if you want to make hey, tonight. Hey guys, I want to bring in another caller, if you don't mind. Yet another one. I know who this. is. Another one. I know who this is. He's gritty like the mascot that he roots for. Oh God. Two one five. You're on. <laughs> For the second year in a row, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's Al from uh, Allentown. Oh, what's going on? Huh? I am wrong okay. again. Because I swear you and Griffey have the same area code. And I, and I just yeah, we're don't. I, just, I know. Man. Hey, Albert. What's going on, Albert? Good. How are you? Not much. I'm feeling pretty good. Talk to me. 
me a state of Allentown. I mean, state of Allentown is looking decent. You know, I thought I had my five protects set, you know, and going into the playoffs. So then, yeah, I made that deal today to get in uh, Gold Coffers and, uh, you know, and also Nico there. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that that to me was one of the more intriguing deals of the week. You know, that's um, you know, if Tommy, you know, it really comes down to if Tommy wins the Boyer with the roster he's got, he's not going to miss Caulfield. You know, but I but the thing is about Ehlers, you know, he could definitely protect them. But you know, if Mister Caulfield keeps playing like this, coming the pros, my goodness, I mean, right? And Montreal has a good roster. Yeah, it's great, you know. Ailers I'm gonna miss, but you know, it can protect Nico there. And then, you know, I'm gonna throw Caulfield down to the taxi by the end of the year. And then uh we'll see what we go from there. You know what guys? Take a take a look at Allentown's team. Uh they're quietly building something pretty nice. But I, I hope his whole team sucks. <laughs> this is <Joe>. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Funny guy, Dan. <laughs> you know what? By the way, if, if Griffey if Griffey calls in, I'm going to call him a Devils fan. By the way, uh, 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 Albert, just to make up for my for my gaffe of calling you a Flyer fan. So, <laughs> to be fair, though, I, I am a gritty fan. I know oh, you did say you, gritty fan at first. Gritty yeah. is the gritty is the greatest mascot yeah. in the history of sports. I don't care what anybody tells me. Yeah. He's the I only thing worthwhile in Philadelphia. Gritty is the only thing worthwhile in Philadelphia. Nothing else. The people yeah. in Philadelphia well, went to a freaking Mets Phillies game a couple years ago. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's a great show. That's yeah. awesome. You know, Pack is better than Geno's. You know, so things like that. I, you know. So anyway, the real reason to rid of Ailers is he was too old. My team has to stay young. So bring in Nico. He's 22. Um, Ailers was 25, so he's he's out. <laughs> All my keepers. Are uh, so what, what is the cutoff, Albert? What is the cutoff? 23? Is that like if if it's 23 and under, you're in. 23, you're out. You're too yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, like even my defender, you know, uh, Proberon. Meanwhile, I think yeah. I think Craig's average age is like of his team is like thirty five or thirty four, <laughs> but yeah. but he's one of the best. It's concerning. You know, just, yeah. you know, that, that's the beauty of this league. You could go a couple different directions. You know, you could build a a really strong yeah. young team and, and build it for the future. You could also swoop in and get those thirty three, thirty four year olds that are still really producing and win that way too. Right. So it's definitely more. Yeah. As a second-year team, that's where I'm kind of building it, is I want my core to be young. And then, you know, going through next year's draft, I don't need to worry about drafting a core. I can just look, get the veterans I need right away, and then I can build from there. And if I can upgrade my core, that's great, but that's the plan right now is, you know, I I don't have a first next year, but I have, you know, a second and a couple of thirds and a bunch of sixths. I'm just going to go veteran next year. I don't need any. My taxi squad is set, Mm -hmm. core set. Let's go all oh, Absolutely. I get it, Albert. <laughs> I get, I get it, I get it, Albert. You know, I when I first came in the league, I um I built young too. Um, 
I had really young guys on my team, but like Brian said, there's a lot of different avenues to build a new team. Uh, I feel I feel really happy about the direction. I know I got all the I know I homered a lot, but I think I strategically did well with my homerisms, getting the practically the power point line. So next year, when that power point line hits, and there's to me, and I and y'all could tell me otherwise if you disagree. I think that that trio in the power play is the best in the league. Like I don't I don't see anybody that matches it. Maybe does Edmonton have um McDavid and um Dry File together in the power play? Yes. I believe so. Although yeah. Uh, Frank, the guy Jordan Cairo just put up his tenth goal. By the way, <laughs> former former guy Jordan Cairo. I, I like that kid. He's he's small, but he's really fast, and he's definitely a goal scorer. Yep, I agree. Frank I Senior swooped in and got him. I'm hoping that you know, I, you know, this year is going to be random. We'll see what happens. Next year is kind of what I'm really gunning for. You know, if I make, like, yep. I should make the playoffs this year. We'll see what happens. But like I said coming in, you know, last year, I did that big swing for uh, dry saddle right away. Waited to the, the, you know, near the end of the deadline. Got a bunch of, you know, kind of expanded out my team a little bit. Then kind of traded down a little bit just to fill it out. And now I'm trying to do it again this year. And then next year we should be good. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, now you, you do have your, your – you've established your protects, and that's always a big thing. And, you, you know, it, it is that – you know, this is just advice even yeah. for Ed if he's listening out there. You know, this year is a, yeah. is a year just to get your feet wet, understand how the league works, maybe establish a protect or two, yeah. and then next year take it to that next level and do it again. Go through the same process, get a, get a couple more protects. And, you know, so it's definitely mm-hmm. – I, I like how this league just doesn't hand it to you right away. I, I, I can't describe it. I think it makes it more enjoyable when you get to that point. I remember my first two years were terrible, right? I and it just oh, well, not this year's any better, so I guess I really haven't learned much. <laughs> but uh, I'm kidding, uh, you know. But anyway, <laughs> am I am I really kidding or I don't know? <laughs> but you, you know you what, Brian? You know what, Brian? It's a really it's a really unique league, like. Like uh, two of the strongest teams in this league consistently, you and Frank are towards the bottom of the league, and that it's it's really it's really bizarre because um, y'all have such strong players. It's just been weird Frank's luck. about to put a, a beat on me to uh, make me fall the four thirteen. I got David Pasternak and Corona protocol. <laughs> Just to just to add more fuel to the fire, just keep throwing it on there. I'm not even sure if I, I have three healthy wingers this week to start. <laughs> I'm not even Brandy sure if I Buffalo, do. Randy, Randy, oh, Buffalo, Randy. All right, relax, relax, Mr. Dan Wheeler. It's all wrong. Right there. What the hell is wrong with you? Calm yourself. It's all wrong. Calm yourself, or, or you, calm yourself. Relax. Ladies and gentlemen, 616 finally is on the show. I finally was able to get him in, and I know who it is. Mr. Bates. Hey, boys. How you doing? 
Hey, Craig. Good. What's going on tonight, boys? You tell me. <laughs> Just a little bit. I, I like how you taunted Brian Kister for more deals. Thanks for calling yeah, I mean, in. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, come on. Easter, I'm getting bored over here. I just turned on uh, <laughs> another uh, family affair show here because I'm bored. <laughs> come on, Kester, let's I mean, go. I tried, to, I, I tried to make a trade with you, Pinky. I tried to make a trade with you, Craig, before. I didn't want to well, do we, it. Well, we, we had a deal, and then you traded that pick. So I can't help you. <laughs> the, the second I mean, yeah, yeah, I had to get home. <laughs> Well, I know you wanted players, but I figure if I just wait long enough, you'll have a whole new team on somebody else to choose from. <laughs> and, and I mean, if it wasn't the trade deadline, I'd freaking, uh, I probably would. 25 minutes. I know, let's go. I'm currently trying to make an offer. It's been a great year. Guys, uh, team owners, everybody has been excellent. Everybody's uh, been very patient with things. It's really, really been a good year. I mean, uh, like everybody has mentioned, you know, COVID. I don't mean to take over the conversation, guys, but real quick. No, 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 no. Go for it, Craig. You do enough for this league, you can do whatever you want. Everybody gets their chances here tonight, so feel free. Well, everybody's very gracious, and I appreciate that. just keep it up. I mean, people think that the, the transactions and the moves are a problem. It's really not. It's more of the issue is uh, just time constraints and life every day, making sure we, we fit it all in. But, man, uh, we've got a good bunch of 16 owners. We really do. Uh, it, uh, it's the activity's awesome. we got to keep it going. And, uh I may get crabby here and there, but we're going to get it done. we got to, uh, we got a great league here, uh, like nothing else uh-huh. is out there. The activity is what's making that happen. Craig, I wanted oh. to just tell you I'm sorry for making you do so much work. Yeah, you're wearing <laughs> me out, but I'm telling you what, I'm going to go to bed here if you don't pick it up. you got uh, about 20 <laughs> minutes left. I got 20 Maybe minutes. So. I'm trying. I'm trying. Wait a second. 24 minutes to go. Uh, it's going to be so, really so sad. To, uh, you know, thanks a ton to Frank. Thanks a ton to Brian. And, and again, to everybody. Uh, and we don't get to talk a lot all together like in this forum. It's freaky activity. Look at all the phone calls we've taken, you know. Brian, two years ago, you know, we had the show and it was very limited. And look at tonight. I mean, everybody's been on. Yeah, that's the that's the beauty of tonight. We, you know, we're not getting a ton of trades yet, but we're getting a lot of the phone calls, and I, I'm really happy about that. And Tommy, who's usually a, a regular, you know, he's just with family, so we usually get him. So we haven't even had Tommy. We're getting almost everybody in tonight. It's great. Like, who hasn't called? Is the question. Or did who is you know who is called? Yeah. So well, listen, I'm gonna get back at it. I don't mean to cut you. Okay. Guys. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Craig. I appreciate it a million. Good to hear from you, buddy. See you guys. Good night, talk Craig. to you soon. Hey, fr- okay, so um, real quick, I uh, want to set something up. So, Frank, did you want to talk a little bit about RFAs? Yeah, so I think, uh, I think something that's been changing 
the the outlook of the league and, and how the league is viewed by the owners. I think the RFA system, which Tommy actually came up with, and I helped him sculpt and and mold into into what it became. Um, I think you know last year, a lot of people were like, oh, I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure how I want to approach it. You know, I don't know what the strategy is going to be. And we went through it, and I think the system last last summer when we went through the RFA process was it couldn't have gone any better. We had. Okay. I believe 14 owners go into it where one of them was Atlantic City that didn't have one because he just came into the league. And I believe Long Island didn't have one at the time. All 14 of the owners put an RFA out there. And I believe a third of them were clean and helped and pulled back. A third of them were clean and let go. And a third of them were... Uh, unclean and passed through um, without without any any um, without any any compensation. Okay. And I think this year a lot of owners are looking at that saying, "I've got to have an RFA. I got to have an RFA," and mm-hmm. they're also using it in, as a tactic for trading. That you, oh, you can RFA this guy, you can RFA this guy, and I think in another year, it's going to be an even bigger tool for teams that are looking to build because it's an extra. You have your five protects. You have your taxi squad. So being able to to keep a sixth player, you know, potentially whether he passes through or not, or buy another player and add on top of that from, you know, pulling in a guy from another team, it's definitely a, an, a, an extra thing that, that we never really had something like this before, and it really adds a, a different dynamic because you have to think about, okay, I have my five guys, but I'm going to RFA this one. And then when you think about who you're going to send out there as, as your RFA, is it going to be somebody that you're willing to let go of? Is it going to be somebody that you're absolutely pulling back no matter what because he's an extra guy and you just want that six, six player? Or are you just putting somebody out there saying, I hope somebody cleans them because I just want the draft pick? Like, there's so many different ways to play it. And, you know, there's there's value in it, and there's risk. There's a lot of risk involved in that, too. So I think, you know, talking about the whole system, I think it's been great, and I think it's going to get even more interesting as, as, you know, the years go on. Definitely. I like it. Any other thoughts? I have um, more faith in the man. If anybody has any questions about about the RFA process before we go, you know, just shoot it out here now so you are ready for it. Especially the newer owners. So let's say especially the newest owner. Just putting that out there. So we have 19 minutes left, and what's going on out there? Anything cooking? Uh, trying to cook some stir fry. 
Oh, okay. Does that, you know what? I don't, I don't even know what to say to that, but... Brian Kister is cooking stir-fry. Okay, so there's your breaking news. <laughs> what can I say? St. Louis just beat San Jose 5-2 to if you're keeping score at home. And the Oilers are down 2-1 to at the end of 2 to Winnipeg. David Perron with his 12th goal. Very steady player. Always like David Perron. Vince Dunn with his fourth goal for Doug now. Right, Doug has Vince Dunn now, if I remember correctly. Yep, that is correct. Seeing some lineups come in don't mean that might be a sign that some teams are done. Is Frank done? Frank's been, you know, I'm still waiting for something. Well, I traded Dunn, so I might be done. Yeah, well, you know, my problem is is that the draft is done in the fifth round, so if teams want to offer a fifth for a player, it doesn't be no good because I can't use that pick anyway. Roar. I'm trying very hard right now. I'm going in. It's hard. The process. Roar. Ram those trades. Anyway, it's gotten quite quiet. Echo. How about what about trade, Brian? I mean, I'm working on it, Dan. I'm going texting as fast as I can. Anyway, 563-999-3488. We have 15 minutes left. I'm very, very sad. Oh, really quick, Frank, if a trade comes in before 12, how... Many minutes after it gets approved by one side, does the other team have to approve the trade for it to be official? Okay, so here's the situation. If a full trade comes in before 12 o'clock, the other side has till 12.30 to approve um, the deal. Both sides have to approve by 12.30 or the deal is void. The other thing is if, if, let's say, in about 12 or 13 minutes, you've got a deal, but you've got to look up the files to get the um, – you know, the, the return picks to, to make the deal official, you can send an email to the, to the league saying that a deal is complete and they're working on the details. You still then have the 30 minutes to 1230 to get both sides to agree to the deal. But once 12 o'clock hits, if there's no mention of any deals, uh, any imminent deals, there's, there's your word for you. Uh, Love that. Yes. Um, if there's no imminent deals, then the deadline is over. Everybody will then still submit lineups by tomorrow at 12 noon. We've done very, very good with getting lineups in 
uh, this year. I believe only one was missed by by Mike Mortor. Um, other than that, everybody has been sending them every week and on time and doing a great job putting them in the correct order and, and everything like that. And believe me, for somebody that's got to enter in 16 lineups every single week, it's a big thing to have that in, in that exact order so I can just type them in and move on. So I appreciate that uh, from everyone. All right. Well, Frank, just called me out for that mistake I made. I'm going to send my order in backwards now. <laughs> Spelling names wrong. Just like I always do. Calgary go. and Peterborough hook up at a deal. Ooh. Calgary okay. sends uh, Long Island's fifth, and Peterborough gets Zach Hyman in Calgary's twelfth, and Tyler Johnson is a free agent. There we go. 13 minutes left. Let's see how it goes from here. What? I tried to sell. I, I, I was negotiating with somebody, and I was trying to sell it so hard, and it didn't work. I'm so sad. Yeah. I appreciate it, though, Brian. You tried. <laughs> I do try. I mean, Dad was freaking doing good with the with, with, with the high school sales uh, pitch that he had, and and, and the group of chat for Kill Horn just scored. He could be yours. Uh, who else was it? Um, That's right, guys. Yo yo, Yanni Gord. He's been scoring a lot. Make a deal, yo. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> oh, 12 minutes till my heart breaks. It's terrible. Well, yeah, I mean, every trade I've just asked you for has I gone know. by the wayside because those, all those picks are gone. So, I know, dude. You freaking came to me. It's not. You, uh, well, again, I respond within 30 seconds. And that, and that, trick, that, that pick is gone. I haven't seen it. I mean, if I'm, not, if I'm not up at like 3.40 in the morning Western time on a Sunday, and if I don't respond to something by 3.41, I'm not getting that. That done. You guys are nuts. Okay, Tiger here. here uh, real quick, without saying too much, uh, someone checked their Facebook uh, instant message. I sent them something. I don't think they've seen it yet, so if they could just check. What's that, Johnny? I sent an instant message on Facebook to someone, and I don't want to reveal the team, but I just need them to to look at it real quick. Oh, is it in the group chat, Johnny, or is it on the page? Is it on the... the... No, 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 no. I, no, I sent it to the, to the to that particular person. Oh, okay. So some person has something out there. Who is it? Who has that message? Who's getting that last big trade? No, Johnny. I will not trade a 13 pick for Shockley. <laughs> Not that deep, guys. 
<laughs> now, see, if we were talking about Barry Lamont, you, 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 oh, have to pretty much, you, you pretty much have to give me your firstborn. So. Oh, sorry. Thank you, sir. Ten minutes. Is gonna be a ten what in the world is going morning? on? Somebody in this background is making some crazy noise right now. I bet. I, I bet it's Frank. I bet it's Frank. I it bet certainly it's not me. It's not me. I put, my my phone on, I put my phone on mute when I'm done talking. It's the Gucci fam. I'm, I'm in my bed. I'm not doing nothing. I'm chilling. The Gucci fam is making all that noise, yo. They're like the no-limit soldiers. Guys, it's been real. Good luck the rest of the way, Mike. I'm here checking out. Got to get up early for work. You know, hospital life never stops. So. Oh, I hear you. Hey, tonight. keep up the great work there, and I appreciate it, man. It's always good to hear from you, man. Thank you, guys. Yes, you guys, Thank too. you. Everyone take care, Frank. We'll you talk, too, man. man. Have a good Boys, night. We might have something. Oh, Lord, here we go. What happened? I'm currently finalizing it right now. Gucci fam! I had to do a last minute deal. I had to. Um, I had to see the team. I'm not going to expose. i got to wait. If I have it, Whoa! Whoa! Exposing is not kosher, man. Don't expose yourself. It's cancel culture, fam. I'm not doing with that. <laughs> All right, let's keep that off the show, please. I am currently trying Come on, to figure out. Um, Under eight minutes to go, boy. Last call on Brock Nelson, <laughs> Kevin Hayes, Jacob Slavin, Timo Meyer, Brian Russ, David Perron, and Mark Stone. From San Francisco. Some pretty good names out there. <laughs> Can I tell you something funny, Sam? Board? I went to Jason a couple of weeks ago, way back when he first got Brock Nelson, and he was red hot, and I'm like, what do you want from Brock? He's like, he says he, he this. He's like, more than what you have. I'm like, what about Hurdle? He's like, Hurdle's not enough. I'm like, what about Hurdle pick? He's like, all right, Hurdle in a first-round pick. I'm like, uh, I don't have that. <laughs> Crazy. How it goes. Please don't play the clock. Please don't do that. That's not nice. <laughs> I'm just Rock, making some moves. Yeah, That's really all I'm doing. Brock Nelson? Or Brock Lesnar Nelson? <laughs> I don't know. Here I don't comes know the pain. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Let's make a deal. Let's go. I'm trying. I'm trying, then. No, 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 you, Brian. Sam Brian. Oh, 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 Sam
Make a deal. It's a six three one that dropped off. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Do it, Sanborn. Jack, I took my bar. Oh, I gotta go scroll down to the file. Send it in. Uh, where is it? Five minutes to go. Are you making the clock sound louder? Somebody's making a ton of background noise right now. Not me, I'll tell you that. But that's okay. <laughs> what are we going to do? Five minutes to go. I'm working on some other things. I'm sure some others are as well. Let's see what else. Uh, Trent's Pias. Hey, we have a trade, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, small. Oh, interest. Kind of an interesting one. Uh, Bates gets Spencer Knight from Philly. Not sure what Florida's going to do with Spencer Knight. He means a very highly touted goalie. I'm not sure why they drafted him. To be honest, but they did. I'll be here, guys. Continue on last four minutes. Just continue doing what you are doing. I'm just, I need just a minute, guys. I'll be right back. Does Spencer Knight, when he comes out, play? Does they play? No, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I think they'll have enough roster slots, right? Yeah. Three more minutes. Three oh, more minutes. Kids can't make position. any more trades for a while. No. Stop it. We don't think like that. We think about positive. We're going to the playoffs. I'm positive that you can't make any more trades in three minutes. I'm positive that I can, that I can. Watch this. Item on Kratzoff and 7th rounder. Clarence <laughs> item. 
Did you find them in aisle seven? <laughs> Two minutes to go, boys. Aisle seven. Aisle seven can be found in aisle six. Two minutes to go. We got a two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Yeah. Good time out. Yeah. Time out. So we go to a commercial break. After just uh, two minutes, maybe we'll get into a little bit of round table on who we think could win Boyer and whatnot. So we'll do all that. Let's see. One minute, less than two minutes right now. Let's see if uh, see if anything gets done. That last minute, that last minute one. Oh, Clayton Keller in a fifth. Ah, he gets one in under the gun. Las Vegas sends fifth round pick, and Philly sends Clayton Keller in tenth round pick. I like it. I'll take it. I gotta trade in. Alright, I can go to sleep now. <laughs> Replace Ryan Strom with Clayton Keller. I had to give up a fifth. My draft track was so good, now it's garbage. <laughs> I had three third round picks, two fours, and two fives, and now I have nothing. <laughs> I was laughing at Dad because Dad's draft track wasn't good, and now my, now my fifth is bad. That's so funny. No, oh, I'm so sad. Oh, it's now, it's it. We've hit the witching bell. Now, does 12 o'clock still count? If it's exactly 12? Because I actually uh, yeah, may put this to the test. Know. Are you going to, are you going to say the now? Oh, no, I am not. Okay. I am officially done. I am done too. I, well, I can't do anything. Before the season started, but anyway, that's besides the point. Um, but but we had a yeah, we had a decent amount of uh, activity tonight. I mean, but overall, if you take the whole week, Brian, I was on mute. I was on mute. Um, a deal is coming out right now. I said it before twelve o'clock. That a deal is coming out and being worked on. Oh wow! Okay, it's com- it's coming out right now. I forgot I was on mute. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. There it is. Jacksonville six for Brandon Sand the ninth. Oh. Oh. Okay. Really? You have to one up me, Meanie. <laughs> right. Is there any other deal that came through? I saw the the one with Philly and Los Angeles. Anything else? No, I think that's it. I think we're good. It appears we're good. Did anybody else say anything in the in the in the uh, in the chat or in on the phone? Is there anything in the chat? That's I didn't check that. Um, let's see. Let's take a look. No, no, I think we're good. 
Frank's okay. heart just broke a little bit. <laughs> we are now. Everything is good, and so let me let me just start. With, let me just start with this, and nobody has to get into specifics. Were there some almost big trades that could have happened between now, like around this time? Uh, probably if I didn't send my picks away. <laughs> I don't know. If, Not gonna lie. I don't know if anybody went after uh, some some big guy that they they may not be they might not want to say who they were going after. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm not I'm not gonna say anything. Or I, I was just curious if you know because it's happened to me where sometimes there's been almost a massive trade that that just happened that just didn't happen at the, until the last minute. I had a trade going on. For, I had trade discussions going on for like 10, 15 minutes, and I offered a really strong offer to. It didn't go through, though. I'm upset about it. It's all right. There's always time for the offseason. No, I, 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 can, uh, I can mark it on my calendar, and, and uh, I can mark it on my calendar and, and start crossing off the days that, that are the freaking the offseason. <laughs> yeah, Johnny made quite a few deals today. Oh, this yeah, whole week. For somebody that for somebody, somebody that actually that that sent out an email today saying that he wasn't making any moves. <laughs> well, that was a lie. <laughs> right, now I can actually send in my lineup. Cool. So Brian Kister, what are you going to do now? No trades, Frank. Can't get first round picks now. Uh, How do you fill the void? <laughs> By adding and dropping players and sending a lineup. I don't know. Checking scores every Who's my starting left wing? I, I forgot. Um, tough. Oh, yeah. I know. It's Friday. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Sam. What I play you now? <laughs> oh, joy. <laughs> I'm, your prob- I'm your problem for the whole week now. I'm going to be like, oh, crap. Freaking Eichel have finally scored for once in a blue moon. I, have I don't think, I don't think Eichel's going to see the ice for quite a while. I have Sanborn this week, and then I have Frank next week. So... Hopefully we can pull off the W in both those games and try to secure the number two seed that Dad and I have been fighting over for, at the top for the whole year. He's been bragging in my face that he's going to no, find oh, beat you. And I'm like, what? You want to know what kind of year it's been? You want to know what kind of year it's been? Raise your hand. If you guess that by now Jeff Petrie, Aaron, excuse me, Aaron Eckblad and Darren Nurse will be leading NAFA in goals for defensemen. Jeff Petrie's a god. He's a god, and I'm so sad and heartbroken that he's not here anymore. I have to raise the glass for him. I have to. Two one five, you're on. Hey. It's the real 215. There he is. 
<laughs> for the second really? straight year, I introduced Griffey as Albert, and this time I wasn't sure. I just said two one five. I just, you just, you know, I got to get it right. How you doing, man? It's all good. You know, you know, Rick left the league, and he was the other two one five, and then Al comes yeah. in here. And, and... I know he replaced. Too bad we'd have three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't call myself in this league because I'd be the only five six two. You know, someone totally different. <laughs> I, I've been listening all night, but I didn't call in because I was I was working the uh, working the rosters and working my uh, figuring out what the heck to do with my team. Well, how do you feel about it now, Chris? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I miss Patrick Kane. <laughs> you probably missed, you got uh, especially, especially you got the fifth round pick for him. You got the third pick in the fifth pick for him, so it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, the problem is I screwed up the third and the fifth pick. But, you know, since Mike Hoffman's now like a third line uh, 11 minute player, but who knew? <laughs> I think he had a goal tonight that was, uh, that was called back. He did, he yeah. Yeah, I, I, my lineup is he, so different. If he, uh, I don't know, is, is he on a one-year deal with St. Louis? I think so. Okay, well, he needs to leave St. Louis. That would be that would be preferable. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I you like should be team. able to find I, I like, out. You should be able to yeah, find I, out where I'm, he signs before uh, before protects going. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Hoffman is on a one-year yeah. deal, by the way. Okay, good. He can go anywhere next year. Like Taylor Hall. <laughs> he needs he needs to put up like twenty goals in that first half of the season next year, and then I'm going to trade him. Yep. <laughs> As you should. Well, Taylor Hall's playing in the AHL right now. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's a alleged NHL team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the problem with Buffalo is that they never really address their goalie problem. I agree. I agree. Preach they it. never address it. Echo, echo. That's all right. The, the Flyers addressed their goalie problem. Oh, we got I mean, the, yeah, the Islanders in the league. league. You, you know, Griffey, I got Carter Hart. I got Carter Hart in my money league, and that guy is driving me absolutely bananas. I mean, this guy, uh-huh. the second he goes in the lineup, he's giving up four goals. I mean, what is going he's on? A, with he's the worst it, goalie in the NHL right now. I don't know what the heck's going on. Is it the defense? Or I, I feel like it's the defense. They lost Niskin in. So they so they had a it was Provorov and Niskanen were like pretty much played like thirty minutes a game, and then uh, Niskanen retired, and mm-hmm. now Provorov doesn't have a partner. So they they brought Gostisbehere back from the dead, and a lot of times he plays with Provorov, and they they can't play all the same. They can't play at the same time. They both get involved in the play, and then there's nobody back there. I mean that 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 game against I didn't watch the, the I didn't watch the Islanders game but that Rangers game looked like NHL '97. It was ridiculous. That was terrible. I was watching that game at, at Hooters. I was watching. What are you talking about? Terrible. That was beautiful. Oh yeah. And that, sure. I, like my favorite part was when um, I, I think it was uh, I think it was Sandheim fell over at the blue line, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then there was nobody. There was on a power play, like three seconds into the power play, he falls over at the blue line and then gives up the breakaway goal. But uh, yeah, that oh, was, was, was... Jonathan. I, I think he, yeah, I think and, he looked back and saw that it was a two on zero, and he, 
it was almost like he shook his head at the guy at the guy that was following him. I I'm not sure who it was, and he's like, "Nah, yeah, he's like, this, nope. this was this one's all me." <laughs> and then and then the last like four goals were all one timers that looked like like I said like NHL '96, '97, like uh, it was just it was it was bad. But then I you know I figured you know you have one bad night like that, but then the next night they gave up three goals within the first. I don't know, eight minutes of the game. And they came back and won that one. And then tonight's game, they, they gave up six goals. And it's it's brutal. That was a great game. I was watching it. <laughs> Four goals in the first period. Yeah. So, I don't hard. Know. I don't even know what's going on with them. I mean, I was when I was filling out my sheet for the draft this year, I was actually thinking about taking Niskanen, and then I forgot he retired. Because mm-hmm. he had decent numbers last year. Yeah. Well, that's what Tom was telling me to. to uh, we we had a deal at one point before I before I traded uh, Kane. Uh, the plan was to trade him to Delaware, and then uh, I was going to draft Carter Hart back, and uh, that would have been worse than what I did. So. I'm glad I didn't do that because I was gonna. I forget what Tom's picks were, but I was I was gonna get two picks in the first round, but one of them was lower. And he's like, "Oh, I'll take Carter Hart with that second pick." Because I I didn't RFA him, and uh, not that Olafson's been like tearing things up, but I'll take him over Carter no. Hart for sure. Yeah, that's true. If Buffalo could just get their act together, I mean, they got so many oh, good talented players up there. I don't know Sam what. Sam they have no, they have no structure. They're they're trying to make Rasmus Dahlin a defensive defenseman, which is stupid. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're you know the goaltending's just been like Brian said is it's true. It's been a it's been a mess. I mean losing listen losing Eichel doesn't doesn't help, and losing Olmark doesn't help. But I see some of the teams losing players, big players, and they're still playing pretty well. I've seen Pittsburgh do it mm-hmm. many times. I've seen the Blackhawks do it. What I mean, there's no excuse for playing this poorly, right? I mean, I can oh, yeah. if you Pitt- fall off Pittsburgh a little bit. Pittsburgh loses Crosby and or Malkin every month. And they're still in the playoff race. So what, you know, yeah. what's our excuse, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it, you can't just pin it on one player. It's just it, – it's an old, tired excuse. It's not the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, it's just, there's a lot of – Mm-hmm. Damn it. I mean, the Islanders lost on your sleeve. The Rangers lost tonight? The Rangers crashed into them. Uh, I'm imagining that um, they did. No, they won. They beat they beat Washington three one. Oh, they did beat tonight. Washington. Yeah, so we're tied with uh, Washington now because they beat us, and now they just oh. lost the Rangers somehow. Jeez, Brett, Howden, how they Brett Howden scored a goal tonight, Frank. <laughs> yeah, Apparently he did. Yeah. <laughs> the only way he scores is if there's no goalie in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, take it any way you can get it, right? I mean, Absolutely. that's the first goal he's got all season, so yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and uh, but it, I'm happy he did though because it pushed Adam Fox yeah, into yeah. plus three, so I'll take it. Good for you, Frank. I mean, if Vanacek wasn't there, they would have won. Just saying, hashtag LA Earthquake property. <laughs> That is an actual. If that's an actual hashtag, then I don't know what to say. I mean, I can make it a hashtag. I'll put it on Twitter and just tell people to do it. 
<laughs> I'm not even sure if I have enough healthy players to start the team this week. Well, you're not getting Pasternak this week because he's on COVID protocol. Well, I'm thinking the Bruins need to get their shit together and freaking... Now, if you're, if you, if you're that, on COVID protocol, does that mean you're out for a while, or how does that work? It depends on what, if your test is negative or if it's positive. If it's positive, then so, you're, okay. you're out so for if, at least two weeks. So if I start him, he'll have full-fledged full COVID. If I sit him, he'll be back on Monday. That's the kind of year. <laughs> pretty, much, so. pretty much. I mean, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah. Is this, Frank, is this week 18, by the way? Yes, week 18 yep. is coming up. And then two more weeks after that, we have we have two weeks where we have a schedule, and then week 20, just explain in week 20, um, the latter game. And the way it works is that it's not in the conference. It's top to bottom, 1 to 16, where 1 versus 2, 3 versus 4, 5 or 6, all the way down. So you won't know okay. who you're playing until, until uh, standings come out. Which that that also means for the top four, the top two in each conference. Number one is going is going to play the top team in the other conference, and number two is going to play the two in the other conference. And then five through sixteen is five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's so one. Okay. Nice. And not a lot of. You know, not, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who was going to say something? I thought that kids are there for something in the chat The Edmonton power play. I thought they scored. Never mind. <laughs> ah, dry sidle goal. That was the last one that they scored. <laughs> Any last-minute deals? Oh, no, sorry. I was just going through withdrawals there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's funny. I was just looking at the, the Winnipeg uh, Edmonton game, and I'm like, "Oh, Pierre Luc Dubois scored sixth of the season." I wonder. Oh, wait, no, can't can't trade him. Yep, yep. I'm, he's on my team now. You're welcome. I got him back. I can take a time. Here's my it. here's my best Brian Kister impersonation. Brian Kister gets John Tavares. Brian John Tavares is available. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my favorite one. My, my favorite one is. My favorite one is the one that Dan put in the group chat. Where, where is it? Uh, the Los Angeles Chiefs got Vince Dunn, and he's gone. <laughs> no, no, my, 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 my favorite is the for more than a minute. Trying to find it. If I can find it, that'd be awesome. Where is it? And then the best up. part is I get asked for John Tavares back from the guy that traded him immediately. Immediately after he trades him. I'm like, wait a minute. You just sent him to me. I haven't even barely used him in the lineup. I didn't want him back. No, I mean, because with me, with me, I try to, because um, I feel like everybody in this league never really knows what direction I'm going in. But for me, I... Um, oh, man. Well, for me, I always try to make my team better. I always try to make my team consistent. I live by this model: like in order for you to win, you need to have you need to be consistent, and you need to have players producing at every single position in the lineup. Well, that you do. And if you don't have that, then you're not going to win. And I found that out. And I've had people take me under the wing, like Frank and Senior, and my dad helped me a lot. Sam Bourne gave me a lot of pointers. Craig, Craig 
gave me a lot of advice when I came in the league last year. And with me establishing myself with all these different owners and stuff like that, meeting them, talking to them, getting to know them and all that stuff, I turned an expansion team into a playoff team by making every single trade that I did last year. And then keeping those attacks that I had, ended up probably trading every single one of them, improving my team, improving my draft, my, my draft stock, keep staying up on top all season. And now we're in the playoffs for the second year in a row, and I feel like I'm the Vegas Golden Knights right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights? I would say you're more like Brian Kister is like, the Vegas Golden Knights, dude. The expansion team that makes the playoffs every year. Um, I'm going to say no. The, the, what, the, what would you say? I'm going to call you... Oh, I'm trying to think of a good NHL team. Columbus Blue Jackets. There you go. Uh, uh, I don't know if I... An unhinged that. coach like John Tortorella, an unhinged owner like Brian <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan said the Vegas Golden Showers. Yeah, that's my that's my line. That's a, that's a Brian trademark. So, yeah, uh, I can't take credit for that one. It's a classic. <laughs> why did you come? Why did you say Vegas Golden Showers in the first place? I just don't like oh. them. What can I tell you? <laughs> Uh, wait, why? Because you're, yeah, you're a Sabres fan. What does Vegas do to you? I can't stand Vegas. They come into the league. They get all these perks. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, 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 I'm being dead serious. I I the Sabres are better off folding and coming back as an expansion team. They'll get more perks and more things from Batman than they will be an established team in the league. I mean, look at how no, long Brian, it Tampa to be good, though. It's the truth. It's the truth. Tampa's a forever well, to be Brian, good. Well, Brian, let, let's let's put a Brian Sanborn spin on it, because it's Buffalo. It'll no get, not get it. No, because it's because it's an expansion team that got tremendous perks when they probably shouldn't have. No, I'm just saying I mean, because it's <laughs> no. <laughs> you could spin it all, you can push all you want, Dan, because you've been at it all night. But no, that is not the reason. They also they also um they also are exempt from the Seattle expansion draft Vegas. Of course they are. I mean, I want to see what happens. They needed any other Seattle. Isn't the team going? Is the team going to Houston? Houston, what, what they're talking yeah, about? Houston really should have a team. Actually, that does make some good sense. But anyway, should have a team. Seattle, Seattle. Who's who's winning Boyer this year, fellas? I will. I, I'm not starting this. Somebody else can. Frank, who do you think's winning? I don't think I can just pick one. That's what. That's what kind of year it's been. I um, feel like everyone's going to be biased towards themselves and say, and say themselves. Brian Kister is clearly the favorite. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, probably not. I mean, they keep teams <laughs> like Tommy, who has all the freaking. Has all this depth. You have Craig who freaking has all this depth, and Dad's been winning all the time. I mean, if I make Final Four, I'll be shocked. To be honest, I mean, but I've been 
I've been trying to be consistent all season, but then again, I traded the god away, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. It works. It's yeah. I it's think really Frank Junior is going to win it. <laughs> Who's going to win it? Frank Junior. He's going to just get Thank into you. the playoffs, and he's going to march all the way through. So he's basically going to pull a New York Giants, get in like nine and seven, and win the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Nine and seven. Yeah, yeah he's today, boys. It's going to be like seven and nine. His team's going to get a shot of Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my my team has the Eichel 15 pandemic, so quite honestly, I can't. <laughs> there is no known cure. I've tried to in, inject some Lonnie 22 or whatever, and it just hasn't worked. So I'll have to figure it out some point. <laughs> Man, who do you think is winning the boy this I want to hear who you think. I think he fell asleep. Who's that? Dan Wheeler. Doug. Dan Wheeler. Oh, Dan has to fall asleep. Dan has to fall asleep. I'm just trying to separate the line. Who do you think's winning Boyer this year? And an empty net goal. Let's see who got it. Uh, who? Oh, Devin Shore. That's what it says on the ESPN for Edmonton. Second goal of the season. 18 goals for dry saddle. Damn. 18 goals. 21. Yeah, sure. Can we all talk um, about how Marner took roids this season and got all these goals and in like two weeks? Mitch Marner took some serious roids. I think he needs to get tested. <laughs> The fact that he had like 14 goals in 14 days, it was just like insane. Senior, do you have any explanation for this? How Mitch Marner took all, not Mitch Marner, uh, Austin Matthews took all these, uh, these roids? What was that? Do you have an explanation <laughs> for how Austin Matthews took all these roids in the beginning of the season and had all these goals in two weeks and how, uh, I mean, you beat me 13-1. Actually, no, you beat that 13-1. Because Austin Matthews went off. Yeah, and I don't think he's done anything since then. Austin Matthews had... Austin Matthews went off, and Drysaddle had a hat trick in the same week, and he was playing dad, and he was getting pissed. It was funny. (laughs) That's what I need to happen every week in order for me to, to win the cup. I don't know if you'll have that, to be honest. He could. <laughs> he could. They could. I mean, if you're posture not on a good day, yeah. No, man, those guys are every bit as good. I mean, posture not was out for two weeks on the COVID list, and now he's picking uh, he had 14 goals still. He has more goals than anybody on my team. I'm just trying to submit a lineup. I'm trying to find players that are active. <laughs> I think Frank Sr. repeats. That's right. I think we're going to get a final of 
We're going to get an interesting final this year. That's all I know. It's going to be one that a lot of us wouldn't have seen for the beginning like of the year. Long Island and it'd be like Long Island and uh, Los Angeles. It, it couldn't be that because we're both in the same conference. Doesn't matter. Oh really? That would be funny though. Maybe Los Angeles and San Francisco. Actually, no, I'm no. just going to throw mean, two random teams out that came to my mind, and this is no shade for anybody. Orlando and Delaware. You know what I said? Hello. Keep your voice down. I'm going to Okay. But anyway, guys, um, we are about three minutes left in the live show. We may not, you know, you could stay on if you want for a few more minutes, you know, do a little overtime if you like. But, you know, it's been a great show. Just want to thank everybody for their participation. Yeah, yeah thanks, to, thanks to everyone. Thanks to Brian for the uh, for the show. Thanks to Craig for the 35 gazillion rosters he sent out today. He's about and, to get um, more. And, uh, you know, let's, let's keep it going with the, the lineups and – you know, we got three weeks left in the season, and then and then playoffs. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun finish. Yep, enjoy it's the playoffs, full, guys. I'll be, be watching the sidelines. We fair boy, does this mean you're gonna be playing golf? Oh, I'm definitely playing golf. There's there's no doubt about it. <laughs> you and you and Frank could potentially be playing golf this year. It's very possible. Possible. Could have. That's okay. I'll, I'll be wearing my five boy cup rings on my fingers when I'm playing golf. Oh! Why you got to flex on me like that, Frank? Why you got to flex on me like that? You started it. You just sauced on you. Frank, don't start where you can't finish. Yeah, you know what I'm going to be finished? I'm going to finish this year in the playoffs. Okay. We'll see what happens after that. Yeah, we will. Whoa! I clinched last week, and I told you, and I told, and I told you I was gonna clinch. Congrats! Thank you very much. Sam boys, can we get a banner for that? Oh, that could be arranged. That could be arranged. <laughs> but anyway, about 20, 30 seconds left in the live portion. So thank you, everybody, if they're listening out there, and have a good night. So we're in the overtime right. portion. Have a good time with you guys. Signing off for tonight. Yeah, we're signing off. All right. Have a good yeah. night, guys. Have well, a good weekend, thanks. everybody. Are you going to have the exit time, or or you don't have it? It's up to you. I'm still here. If you would like to, it's only nine thirty for me. I'm, you know, I, you know, for everybody else, it's twelve thirty, and I know it's pretty <laughs> late, but we still have one six three. Okay, so actually, well, ten seconds left. left. Sure, we could do our normal powwow. I'm, I'm game. I'm just setting okay. my lineup for the week. This is, uh, man, this lineup of mine. My goodness. I just I can't even start David Pasternak because he's going to be in COVID protocol the Wednesday, so I can't take a risk. 
<laughs> yeah, this is pretty bad. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. But see, that was for me, that was part of the reason why if it wasn't for COVID, the way I had things planned up, I would have been very ag- more very aggressive this year. But COVID, uh-huh. I'm like, you know what? I, I got to scale back because I'm like, last thing I need to do, make a big move, and then be like, oh, yeah, nice move, but now you guys are sitting on the bench. Yeah. I mean, listen, I you know, looking at your team, I mean, you're you're a lot more set than you you have been in the past where you didn't have to make those big. You know what I mean? You have two great centers. You know, you even have three. I mean, you have a great backup here too. You know, you you needed to add another defenseman, you did it. Right? You you have a great goalie. You you have some you have some interesting guys at wing, a lot of great options there. So I mean you have a lot of what you need yeah. to make that run. And you still you know, the thing is you still you haven't destroyed your draft next year. And you have and you have Lafreniere in your in your taxi squad. So you have and you got Lucas Raymond who I love. You know, so you have two guys you know, so you're you're in you're you you're in excellent shape. So you didn't blow up your whole draft. You still have your first, right? Yeah. So you know, so you you set yourself up, Johnny. You win you went in just oh, yeah. enough right now, and I like it. Yeah, no. The thing is, I like I said, I took a lot. Like I said, after a couple of those really awful seasons, I'm like, you know what? Instead of just like let me see rush through it, I'm like, I'm going to sit back, I'm going to let everything play out, and slowly rebuild everything. So. And that's mm-hmm. why, and that's why I looked at it. I'm like, well, that's why I didn't have to make a lot of moves at the uh, at the deadline. And the thing is, again, the moves I made is not like, oh wow, those were earth shattering. Look what he did. He, like, no, I just kind of tweaked the lineup a little here and there. So, and Absolutely. that was the main goal. Yeah. Absolutely. So where are you where are you sitting? In? I got to look at the standings. I really haven't looked at it. You know, when you're four well, and twelve, tied, Johnny, you don't, uh, you don't look at the standings too much. No, no, I'm tied with Griffey right now, but he's about to take over so, uh, take over so possession of first because I got screwed screwed this Saturday. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, lost, I got you. I, yeah, I lost six goals, and after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to count anymore. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Man, there's a lot of teams that can win it this year. Like I said, it's been a it's been a really weird year. Yeah, but see, I think to some degree, I think it also makes it a good year because it makes it kind of makes everyone be like, you know what? I'm gonna stay engaged with, and maybe in other seasons it gets to a certain point where a team can be like, you know what? It's over. So I don't care. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean. For me personally, I decided early. I mean, those double matchups were killing me. I was getting beat twice, get beat twice. I said, you know what? You know, Eichel's hurt. He's has a lot of injuries, and Pasternak was hurt. And I said, you know what? Let me just start. Let me start rebuilding early. You know, it's going to be a short year. I'll just reload the deck for next year. So that's what I'm yeah. hoping to do. So, as I say, hey, you know, you never know if team gets hot. You know, at some point, we'll see what happens. But 
That's that's yeah, pretty see, much that's pretty much it. Yeah, and see, like in my case, no, knowing how my team normally is, there's always that one week where they just have that meltdown or something just goes wrong, and it really just irritates oh. me. I'm like, okay, it happened this week, so I'm like, if the pattern sh- uh, does what it normally does, I'm like, I should be okay. I should not have another truly quote bad week because. I just had it, so. Yep. Which I'm going to myself, if it's going to happen, let it happen before the playoffs. <laughs> I agree. And you know what, Johnny? You have, you have better depth this year. Like, you have more options to pick from. So let's say, you know what I mean? Let's say, okay, one week, right, Nuja Hopkins only has, like, two games, right? But then if, like, Dadnoff has four, you know what I mean? You could you have better yeah. options that you could say, okay, you know, so I won't get shortchanged. You know, I have, and, and that's, that's you know something Tommy talked about. and He was right. Is the depth is very big this year because of all the COVID stuff. Because we get you know look even the NCAA tournament it hit. Some team had to bow out because they had a COVID problem. Yeah. How, um, crazy, how crazy is that? Right. I mean, I it can happen in the NHL I think too. It was VCU. I think it was. Mhm. I mean, just your whole season. That's it. You're done. Didn't even lose on the court. You know and. Yeah, that can happen with the NHL here too. Is that you know you get to the playoffs, it's like oh man, you know your team, a couple of your star players get COVID and or break, you know at least have to go in the protocol. That at least you got good backups, then you're in good shape. Yeah, yeah. Like I said earlier, that was part of the reason why I wasn't as aggressive that I wanted to be because like the way. Cause see, I started to plan a few years ago, and I figured coming into, like, this season, this was going to really be the one where I really wanted to go. But once COVID hit, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take what I got. I'm going to just be, try to be very careful with the moves I make and just see what happens. And, like, see, for me, I think one of the biggest things, which I wasn't expecting to happen when um, Brian made the trade with me uh, and I got AZ, I'm like, okay, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be mm-hmm. on to something now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely think so. It's just been, just been a crazy year. I mean, Long Island, nobody expected – I expected you to be towards the top. I didn't expect Long Island to be towards the top. I didn't expect, you know, Philly to be towards the top. Yeah, but see, I nuts. think it's also because of the – for a good part of the season, we were doing uh, two games a week, so I think that kind of probably threw things somewhat out of loop because you could be, again, because I, I think it was talked about earlier, you could be bad in one game and yet be dominating in another. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, John, uh, Frank just sent out the finals. We both lost. We both got shut out. <laughs> Not a good week for oh, okay. Yep. Man, 16 yeah, six. Crazy. Yeah, and see, the funny thing is because when Frank sent the update earlier, I just sent him a text, and I guess he was like, yeah, I know he's mad. I just let him vent. So, see, to me, what was so frustrating, I'm like, it's not the fact that I lost, but I'm like, I led all week in the losing the last day. I'm like, at least if it would have happened early in the week, it'd be fine. But to be that close and then have it just snatched away. I'm like, see, that's the part that sucks. 
Yeah, I know. that. Those are the worst, man. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Well, you know what the other thing, too, like about the playoffs you were saying? Like, I remember one year I had probably one of the most stacked teams I ever had. And then I get to the first round, I lose two to one. I get nothing. And then the weeks after that, I would have had like nine, ten. Like, you know, everything was humming exactly the way. But that, like, I don't mind losing in the playoffs. I just don't want to lose like one nothing or two one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if I put up six goals or something in that other team, like, I remember one year Frank Sr. just ran me over with like 17 goals. I was like, hey, what are you yeah. going to do? You know, I had eight goals that week. It just, you know, if the other team just has these great performances, there's not much you could do. Right. So, you know, that, that, yeah, that's I mean, really the biggest thing. Yeah. But Vasilevsky is such a great weapon for you. Yeah. And see, and like, for example, and and, and uh, Frank Jr. could tell you about this, because I remember one time in Yahoo, the, the hockey team I had, it, Absolutely dominated. Only I only had one bad week, but unfortunately for me, the one week where the team decided to struggle, my entire mm-hmm. season came down to one game, to one day, and based off what the goalies were doing, anyone looked at what I did, be like, those are the decisions that you would have made. And, and what happened mm-hmm. is the goalie that normally dominates the team got lit up, and the goalie that normally get lit up by the other team had a shutout. Yep. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. And the thing is, this team, and just act frank about it, this team was so good because I'd be like, look, this player is still out there. He was like, you have no room for this player. He's like, who are you going to drop? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, you can't drop anyway because all the, of all the players I had, but it was just one of those weird things. I'm like, Really? And then what made it so bad is the very next week, dominated again. I'm like, so my whole entire season came down to one day. And and because of the fact that I looked at everything that made sense, the goalies did the opposite. And I'm like, I got screwed. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But it happens. Oh, yeah. Yep. See, yeah. I've also been on the other side where there's no way I should have beaten someone, and then I beat them. So I'm like, okay. So I've mm-hmm. been on both sides, but yeah, that's nice though when you get those breaks once in a while, right? You just yeah, it's like finally I got that break. You know what I mean? So well, but see, the only thing that thinks like you know, you're like, okay, I got the break here. So then you know, you know how this plays out. So you normally, you know, somewhere down the line, you're gonna pay for this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Definitely. No doubt about it. And so before we had before we run the time, so have you been keeping up the NBA? And I'm not gonna lie, this year I really have not been keeping up uh with it as much. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, I um I, I a little bit. Um not the whole league. I've been watching the Knicks, you know. Off. Knicks have been a, actually a pretty enjoyable watch this year. They've been, um, you know, they're they're starting to build a nice team. I, you know, they play hard every night. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, of course, you know, listen, not get it twisted. They're not going to win an NBA title, but you know, twenty one yeah. to twenty one for this team, where you know a lot of people made fun of them and all. Oh, they're terrible. They're just and that. And now, and now you kind of look at them and you say, okay, they're they're you're seeing some. You know, Nike, you got this uh, Emmanuel Quickly kid, and you got 
you know, you got Julius Randle and and uh, what's his name Barrett's starting to take a step up a little bit, and now they got yeah. a lot of draft room and cap room. Now all of a sudden the Knicks don't look so bad. You know, they're they're starting to finally they, they have hey they have a plan, <laughs> right, John? Yeah, but see, the Knicks scares me is this is also the Knicks, and every time they look like if you just stay the course, you're going to get back on track. Then you're going to do something stupid. <laughs> Yup, and I love um, Mitchell Robinson, who to me is almost like AD without the offense. I Meaning he doesn't play the offense, but his defense is great. I mean, he just plays great D in the middle, and you know. But I get you though. But yeah, you're right. The, the league has been—I don't know what it is this year. I don't. It's. Uh, I guess now, now that we're kind of through half the season, I'll start peeking at it more. You know. Yeah, but you got some you got some weird teams towards the top now. I mean, you got yeah, Utah's got the best record in the league. I mean, what, where'd that come from, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I think with Utah, that's not that surprising because if people have been paying attention, they've slowly been getting up there, but they've True. normally been. And see, the thing is, if they were in the East, what what they've been doing the last few years, they would have gotten more attention. But because of the way the West is stacked. They just, True. They just look at them and be like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, they're a good team, but they're in the West, so they, they're like, you're not going to get the credit. But if they were in the East, there's a chance they could have probably been in the finals if they were in the East with the teams that they had. So. Mm-hmm. That is true. That That is very true. I, mean, I can't believe it. Houston's lost 19 games in a row, Johnny. Oh, wow. And see, it's funny because I don't know. Sometimes I agree with players, and sometimes I'm like, you know what? You just gonna be a complete ass. And I'm, yep. it's like Southern Night Harden's getting all this love. I'm like, you know what? I don't get it because Houston went over. They went. They bent over backwards getting whatever player you want. You couldn't make it. You couldn't get it done. So now that you can't get done, oh, oh, I don't care anymore. I want out. And now somehow it's their fault, even though they gave you what you wanted. I'm like, give me a break. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And, and so now, and then he goes to nothing. And we, oh, yeah, look at what he's doing. I'm like, yeah, he's showing that he can't be the leader. He has to be a follower because when he was the man in charge, he couldn't do shit. I mean, yep. he was good, but then, but then in the crunch moments, Oh, oh yeah, I, I can't make a shot now. Oh, I can't do this. And I, but see the thing I'm yep. thinking about. But then what was it when they and Houston was still willing to extend him, and I think he would have been making fifty million a year. I'm like, first of all, you want to pay a guy who hasn't yet delivered anything fifty million a year? I'm like, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? Just pay me a million. I I, I sit on the bench. Not a problem. <laughs> yep. You know what? When it comes, when he comes off the floor, you want him to wipe his forehead? Uh, not a problem. You don't take me a million, million like that. Not a problem. It's good. Oh man, you're right. I don't. Yeah, I'm just looking at Brooklyn. I mean, I, first of all, I'm really. I gotta say, I'm surprised at how great Durant has bounced back from the Achilles. You know, I just wasn't sure. Yeah, because that's a serious injury, right? I mean, when a player gets it, but he is just – I mean, he actually almost looks better than he used to, which is kind of crazy. 
right? I mean, that team, yeah, can, you know, but can they play defense? That's my question with this yeah. team. I mean, they, they could score, but they can't, you know, can they, you know, in the big moments when you get down to the nitty-gritty, are they going to be able to come up with big stops in the playoffs? Yeah. But, I mean, they're certainly dangerous. I loved Philly going into the season, though. I thought because of getting Doc Rivers, I thought it was great for them. And I think they just made changes to their team. It just they just make more they they just make more sense now. You know, and Embiid's playing. When Embiid plays like yeah. this, then yeah, then they could be you know they could beat anybody. Yeah, but the only problem is he's always that one play away with the back, and they'd be like, hey, now you're gonna lost them for a week. That's true. And I go and I go to myself though, like in the regular season, you can get by with that. But mm-hmm. when you get in the playoffs, I'm like, you you can't afford to have that happen. Nope, that is true. And do they have that other guy? Like Ben Simmons is a really good player, but he's not like Ben Simmons isn't a guy late with the ball hitting big shots. He's not that kind of player. You know, he's a great defender. He's a great passer, but he's not. You know. Yeah, see, the thing I think, I, and I think that's why, from what I, I hear, why people get frustrating with him, because he has the potential to do those things. It's just like, but it seems like, hey, I just want to do this, do that, and as long as I'm doing this, I, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yep. He doesn't want to seem to be like, you know what, I can go to the next level and be the leader here. It's just like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm making my money. Hey, people are giving me my recognition that I'm a good player. I'm good. Yep, that's true. And those are the people that are most aggravating because I'm like, do you know how many people were killed to be in your position, and yet you're just like, oh, I, I just want to coast, coast through? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh, LeBron James is going to be out for a while, it looks like. Do you see this yeah, tonight? Um, that's big. I didn't actually see see what happened. I because I kind of I logged on to one thing and I'm like, uh oh. I'm like, so now yep. LeBron and AD. Ooh, I know. Yeah, that's but, well. But right ankle is, injury. Ooh. Yeah. But see, the only thing is, I know other teams in the West would be like, you know, we we're not going to get trapped up in this because they know. If they can get back before the playoffs start and the Lakers are in the playoffs with the team that they got, they still yep. know they're the team to beat. So I agree. Even if they're a five seed, I don't even think it bothers them at this point. Like it's – you know what I mean? Like I don't think yeah. they have to be the one to, to do it. Yeah. And, and see, in other years, it could have been a problem, but the fact that right now – you. In most places, you still the fan base. You can't have a hundred percent. That's yep. also going to play into it. So true. Yep. Now, if yeah. everything was at a hundred percent with the fans and it happened, I'm like, yeah, the fans, the fans can have an impact on the game. But see, right now they'd be like, you know what? We're still good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So for them, it's just about hanging on. And, you know, just looking at the standings, let's see. Right now, I mean, they're not going to fall out of the playoffs, I don't think. 
Um, well, actually, if they're not careful, they're yeah. they're twenty eight and fourteen, and then Golden State's out of the playoffs with twenty two wins. So they're only seven games yeah. out. But the Lakers really fall off without these two guys, and they could lose like six, seven in a row. They better be careful. Yeah, I think the Lakers are going to end up as a six or seven seed. I really do. If if both those guys are out a long time. But 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 again, if these guys are come come back before the playoffs start and they're healthy, mm-hmm. whoever has to play them as like the team, like say they finish say as the seventh seed, you know the number two seed, like this is not who I want to play in the first round. Mm-hmm. Because it would be like the year, like you remember when the Knicks had all those injuries and they came in the playoffs as an eighth seed. Yes, and Miami is probably going to themselves, really. Yeah, Miami's yep. going, we got to play them as an eighth. And they're like, oh, this is not going to end well. <laughs> That's definitely not an eighth seed team right there. Yep, that team, was, yeah. that team was really good. Good point. Yeah, so should be fun. Yeah, so, again, that's why it's always interesting because, like I tell people, it's not always about the seeding. As long as your mm-hmm. players are doing what they need to, to be doing, they're fine. Yep, Just that's very true. For example, like, like how people are like, wow, the Yankees, they're not playing that well. But then as soon as the playoffs start, they'd be like, where the hell was this team been? I'm like, you know what, they've been there, they've done this, they know they're mm-hmm. good enough to get there. So they're like, we don't have to bust our ass to get there. They're like, all we got to do is get there. Once we get there, now we'll we'll go to the level that we need to be at. So baseball's coming up sooner than I think. I'm just not ready for it yet. You know, but... Yeah, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think I have a draft later. In fact, yeah, I do. I have a draft later today. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah, I'm not in anything right now for baseball. It's very unusual for me not to be in a baseball league, but... I'll, defy, I'll find yeah. one. I'm going to start looking around. Yeah, We've, it's funny We tried to do one for us, for our, our NAFA league, but it just, I don't know, it just never really takes off the same. You know what I mean? The same. Uh, I think it's hard to keep this level of enthusiasm all year for both these leagues. Like to yeah, do a baseball yeah. one like this, it's just hard. Well, see, I think also, um, well, see, I think part of it, because I know a lot of people that in NAFA are some of the people that used to be in BFE and now there's like a similar league to it. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you're dealing with people all year long, it gets to a point you're like, I need a break from this person. So. Yeah, I think it's kind of, you know, as much as, you know, I love doing NAFA and stuff, I like the break. Like, I'm okay with it because then it makes it more enjoyable. Yeah when we come back around, like in the summer, you know, like the playoffs, I take a break from it. It's like, ah, you know, like even now, like I'll just shut it down for a bit. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is, it's funny though, how I think the pandemic makes people like things that you just took for granted. You're like, man, I just can't wait for that. But to see, like mm-hmm. me, I used to do all these sports trips and then, so people like, now that things are easing up, you doing any trips this year? I'm like, nope, I'm waiting until next year. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to see know. how all of this is going to play out. Yep. Because like, yeah, the last example, um, I, thought, I took a sports trip 
to 2019 Thanksgiving Day, Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. I went to that game with my uncle. Yeah. And that, oh, that stadium, man, walking in there for the first time, Johnny, I said, wow. Like, I sat there, I said, my uncle said, I have never been so wowed by a stadium in my entire life. Then, then that's it. Just walking there, it's just like, the, just the, it's just massive. <laughs> you know what I mean? It really yeah, doesn't so hit yeah. you until you go there. I, I feel that yeah, way. So, you know? Yeah, I, I haven't been there yet. And oh, I was definitely only get the, there. Yeah, and actually the old one, I was only there twice. So, but. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The the fans were super great. Really enjoyed my time with Dallas fans down there. It was it was really a lot of fun. It was, you know, it was, I would, you know, I loved just the whole area. You had some great food, some barbecue, yeah. and, you know, it was just the whole experience was awesome. But it's just it's I mean, so incredible just how you come down from the plane in Dallas, right? And, man, you could, you could pick that stadium out so quick. It's so big. It's like, oh, my goodness. You know? It's like, wow. It's pretty crazy. Okay. Yeah, no, I keep saying I'm going to get there, but I'm like, you know what? When they play consistent, which, unfortunately, consistent for them is like, any year with any team they got, you could be a four-win team or a 12-win team and have the same personnel for four years and still come up with the – be like, I don't get it. So, mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's funny. Like when I looked at Buffalo and Dallas, right, and I'm a Buffalo fan, so I, I don't – I look at the rosters, right, and I say to myself, is Buffalo really that much better than Dallas? I, I really don't think so. I, I think it's the coaching. I think – Buffalo is such a great coaching staff right now, top to bottom. I think they get the most out of players. I think Dallas, like, everybody says, oh, Dak Prescott's the problem. No, Dak Prescott is definitely not the problem in Dallas. Dak Prescott is the solution in Dallas, in my opinion, right? But I think they haven't been stable with their coaching. You know what I mean? Like, I just think there's something missing there. I think that's why they're inconsistent. Well, no, the the biggest problem, uh, and I've been saying this for a while now, the biggest problem with the Cowboys is that the owner wants to be the coach but don't want to be on the sidelines mm-hmm. like, because he's trying to be involved in every single thing. And I'm like, you know what? Because I remember one time he was, he was gushing about how the Patriots do things. I'm like, well, hey, jackass, if you notice, crap, um, <laughs> he stays out of it. If he, When he, he needs does. to step in to back up someone, he steps in. Outside of that, he's like, you know what? I'm going to hire you guys. You do what you need to do. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jones has to be a partner of every single thing, and then and then you wonder why nothing works. Yep. Because yeah, he, I'll give you a great – Johnny, I'll give you a perfect example, right? Go ahead. The Bagulas, the Bagulas own the Bills and the Sabres, right? For the okay. Sabres, those owners, they're great people, right? Terry and Kim Pagula are – Really, they really want the best, right? Their their attention is good, but they're involved. Have, have you seen what the Sabers are doing lately? <laughs> but you know what Not they did much. with the Bills? <laughs> they, you know what they they finally with the Bills? They said, okay, Brandon Bean, you're our GM. We're getting out of the way. And what's happened? They hired a great coach, 
right? They finally got their quarterback in Josh Allen. They let him do their thing, and guess what? Now, all of a sudden, the Bills look like a model of, of stability and success, but the same owners that own the Sabres are, are like Jerry Jones. Yeah. You know, they're all in there, and it's it's a mess. I mean, yeah, Jerry just Jerry will get the glory, but just let your football people do what they got to do. Dallas has so – they have plenty of talent, and I just think he finds ways to mess it up. That's how I see it. Yeah, it and the thing that it for a while it used to really irritate me when he would say it, but then I'm like, you know what? He's absolutely right. So I'm like, I can't argue with it anymore. When Stephen A. Smith would be like, the Dallas Cowboys is just a train wreck waiting to happen. I'm like, I'm like, for a while it used to really irritate me, but then I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't argue this. The man is right. Yeah, he's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, his cowboy and Nick Rants are legendary, by the way. <laughs> They're always great. And see, the only thing with him, I'm like, and see, even now when he goes off on the Cowboys, it, at this point I'm like, I don't even care anymore. But the thing is, when you take out when he's just trying to, like, do the showboating just to keep people engaged, when you take mm-hmm. that crap out and just listen to what he's saying. Yes. I'm yep. like, the man mm-hmm. is on point. So that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of Cowboy fans, they get annoyed with him, but I'm like, take out the showboarding part. Listen to what he's saying. And when you listen to what he's saying, you, the man is right. I can't mm-hmm. argue with him. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yep. But the good news is Dallas is closer than you think. I mean, they, they have – the pieces are there if they get the right mix of coach and the right mix of, you know, they got a new defensive coordinator. Hopefully that will help. You know, they, well, well you know. considering he was the one with the Falcons, yeah, I, I don't see that happening, but okay. <laughs> but he was a good, but you know, I'll say this about my, he was a good defensive coordinator out there, Quinn. Some guys, you remember North Turner? Remember how great he was as a the Dallas offensive coordinator? But he wasn't Never a good coach. North Turner. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like some guys are just yeah. really great coordinators, but they're not great head coaches. And I think Quinn might be that kind of guy. You know, me. You know, for whatever reason, Atlanta just. You know, I mean, they, let's see, they get them to the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, he still wasn't that bad, and they choked, of course, but they did yeah. get there. So they did something right, but. Oh yeah, uh, I wasn't I crazy about coach. their coaching hire though. I didn't like yeah. McCarthy. I was like, man, Dallas really chose McCarthy. Uh, you know, wasn't wasn't my favorite choice in the world. Yeah, but, see, yeah, but see, uh, the way I look at it is when they had the interviews, Jones probably be like, oh yeah, th- this is someone that I could pretty much control, and that's who he wants. Good point. Yep. And mm-hmm. so, and the thing is, people have told me I'm mean when I say it, but I'm like, they're not winning another Super Bowl until he dies. So. <laughs> you might be right. I hate to say it. But it's not even that. Yeah, honest, he, to me, honestly, Johnny, it's about being consistent. Like, Dallas is, like, muddled in the middle. They're, like, 7 and 9. Yeah, they're, like, 8 and 8. You know what I mean? Like, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. Like, can we get Dallas, like, 11 and 5 being a really good team every year? Like, that's where they should be. They should at least be, you know, there's no excuse for them not winning that division last year. None. Yeah, no, well, actually, I shouldn't say is, that. They lost Prescott, but. 
No, the thing is, when you really look at, if you really take the time and look at Dallas over the years, mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line is, it is what Stephen A. Smith has said. Jerry Jones is the one that he, he's been in his own way. So, mm-hmm. but but the yep. thing is, when you when you own the team, you make yourself the GM, and then you surround yourself with nothing but yes people. Of course, you think you're going to be doing good because the people that you hire are going to tell you, "Oh yeah, you're great." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so you've lost. I can say not. You've lost forty eight games in a row. Okay. You still are the best GM in the world, and he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I, I need to hear that." But I'm like, any fool would know. Well, first of all, if you lost 48 games in a row, something is clearly wrong. But at the same time, if you're the owner of the team, no, who's going to tell you you're wrong? Yeah, <laughs> see, I agree. The, and that's the thing that just drives me nuts. I'm like. If you got out of your own way, but the thing is, you also look at it and be like, people can say whatever they want, but my team is one of the most valuable teams in all of sports, which really makes me sick because I'm like. Oh, they are. Because he's like, I can sell this team at any time and make all this money. And I'm like, and that's all for him. I think it's more about look what how much I've made this team even this more valuable. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and see, that's part of the reason why I don't want to go to the new place yet. Cause I'm like, until you show me something where you really committed and want to stay out of the I way, I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't want to yeah. give you my money. Yeah. My I uncle and I, we, we waste my money. Yeah, my uncle's a big Dallas fan. Right. And it's, you know, his, we always said, if they ever play in Dallas. And then we saw Thanksgiving. We're like, man, how often are you going to get a chance to go to Dallas on Thanksgiving and see our two teams play? You know, because the Bills and Cowboys don't play that often anyway. Yeah. They only play yeah, every maybe once every years. six years. Yeah, in each other's stadium. So it's like every – I said, we have to do this. And, you know, just yeah. for the experience. Yeah, I, honestly, like, I, I was happy the Bills won. But even if they didn't, I just had a great time. It was just – I was very impressed with – I just talked to a lot of Dallas fans, just how pleasant they were, just overall. You know, because some places you go and – you know what I'm saying. You go to Philadelphia. You know oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They're just oh, – but Dallas oh, yeah. fans, they're like, been... like great convos and just talking about the old Super Bowls, even though we lost twice. You know, they, it was just a fun – you know. By the way, there is something oh, yeah. Dallas was really pumped for this year, by the way. I don't know if I ever told you this, but – my mom graduated with, and he went to our high school, and I know him personally, Drew Pearson. He finally got in the Hall of Fame. I was so happy. Oh, wow. I was okay. like, yeah, he's from my hometown in South River, New Jersey. So he's in our town. He is like, you know, he's the best, and I, we all love Drew. I was so pumped. Great guy, by the way. So he's uh, – I, I was like so – I was so thr- – because I was getting worried. I was like, you know, Drew's getting up there in age. I mean, I really hope they put him in. You know, while he's still around, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. It, it sucks because in all sports, it, somehow it's politics. And mm-hmm. as much as he, he got on my nerves, and, even, and the only time I had to tolerate him because he was on my team, the fact that T.O. was not a, a first-round a, a first 
Hall of Famer. I'm like, that's a bunch of crap. Because I'm like, you know, it's supposed to be about what they did on the field. I agree. Not your personal opinion of it. And and it's funny because people are like, wait, you stand, you defending T.O.? I'm like, no, I'm not defending T.O. I'm saying what he did on the field, he earned that right to be a first ballot. So I'm like, the BS. Recognize the mm-hmm. people for what they did. So, yep, Terrell Owens was a dominant, dominant wide receiver. I mean, do- and there's no debating that. You know, there's a lot of players that have been first ball Hall of Famers that are even worse people than Terrell Owens, right? You know what I mean? I mean, this shouldn't even yeah. been a. It's not even a consideration that you know. I, I it was like, oh yeah, Terrell Owens, easy Hall of Famer, not even a thought. I agree, but you're right. It gets kind of politicky and all that. So, but I was happy because you know what's amazing is I'll tell you another interesting fact is that on Drew Pearson's team, and this guy, my best buddy, is his second cousin. Remember Joe Theismann? He's also from my hometown, and they played on the same. They played on the same high school team for about two years, and they were. I mean. There, there's a poll on NJ.com that's voted the best high school team in the history of the state. 1966 wait, wait. South River. It's just crazy. Like they were. Wait, wait, but Drew wait, was the quarterback. Wait, you say, was wait, you say Theismann and Pearson were actually on the same team? Yes, in high school. They both went to my high school. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I never heard of. I never, I never knew that. Wow. It was only okay. for a year, but yeah, my mom graduated in 69. I think. Joe graduated in 67 or 66. I can't remember. But, but yeah, it was, and, we, and our South River is a small, like I'm from a two square mile town in New Jersey. It's pretty small. But we, you know, our football, our football program has a long story yeah. history. We have, we have two, like, you know, those gold Super Bowl balls they gave out for the 50th anniversary of the Super Bowl. Like we got two of them at our high school. I said, that's pretty sweet. Like for our small little school. Oh, wow. Okay. Because Joe, you know, Steisman won in 82 with the Redskins, and then Drew won with the Cowboys. I think it was 78 or 79 he won with them, if I remember correctly. But I think it was again. I can't remember if he won two Super Bowls or one. I can't remember. Well, uh, uh, well he, he definitely won when uh, they played the Broncos. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then – and so at that point, well, he would have lost when they played the Steelers because they played them the following year. Yep. And then in the – in the 70s, I'm not sure. Well, see, off the top of my head, I don't remember when he came into the league because he, I know. He played, I think his last year was, and I'll never forget this because, Johnny, I used to be a, I was a, I was a Cowboy fan. When Drew was on Dallas as a kid, I loved Dallas, right? I was a, but then Drew had the car accident after that, that, that ended his career. I think his last game, and I I was, I was. I remember watching. I was so mad. Was the Dallas the 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 game against the Niners, the '82 con, uh, championship game? The you know the Joe Montana the Clark Pass game. You know what? Oh, it, that game was great. See, it's it's funny because for years that used to really haunt me. Because what would happen is if I would leave the TV on like on and I would. There been times I literally have waking up in the middle of the night and just happen to look at the TV and what do I see? Clock to my channel. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? 
Oh man, <laughs> that was. I mean, yeah. So then what happened? I'm like, I'm gonna end this. So what happened one time? They were doing a countdown. So when I was working at the, the hotel, I knew the countdown was coming on, and I knew what, where the play was gonna be. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna end this streak of me not always being caught seeing this. And yep. so the other night, audience was like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "No, because what's about to happen? You're about to see some jackass throw this other ball to this other jackass." And they're going to catch in the end zone, and it's going to be against the Cowboys. And she was like, "Hun, uh, you've gone through this a few times, huh? I'm like, I just looked at it, and she just walked away. I guess she was like, okay, clearly this is a sore issue. <laughs> yep. I didn't have to say what. I just looked at it. I guess it looked like I'm going to leave him alone when it comes to this play. Mm-hmm. I used to love those Dallas teams, though. Man, they, Two Tall Jones, I love that guy. That was yeah. one of my favorites. Yep, Danny White, Tony Dorsett, Tony Hill, and then yeah. Drew on the outside. Yeah, those, those are fun teams, man. They were they okay. were really good. All right, so do you remember this, though? Because it, it sounded like during that time you were a Cowboy fan. You remember where there was one time the Cowboys, I think, were 7-0, and and I think they were playing the Raiders, who were 7-0, and and it was a Sunday night game, which at that point, everyone was like, Sunday night game, what? Because, see, these are weird games that have gone on that people don't uh, remember. I don't remember that. Yeah, that was like – and, see, the thing is, I have to go back and check that. I yeah, have to check the records again. I, I got to check the records on, on that because, again, I was still a young kid, so. Sure. You know, like sure. sometimes you, you see something, but I'm pretty sure that happened. It was a Sunday night. I'm, I might have the records wrong, but I'm pretty sure they played each other on, on the Sunday night. It was one of odd, odd games, so. Just like oh, I think wow. a lot. Then, I don't know if most people remember this because you remember how Tom – Tom Landry never showed emotions. Yeah, remember, there was, never. There was a game one time, 12-2 Redskins, which now is the Washington football team, 12-2 Cowboys. They're playing each other. Cowboys mm-hmm. at the 50-yard line. And the, the, what was supposed to happen was they were, tried, they were supposed to try to drive, uh, get the Redskins to jump off. I'm sorry, Washington football team. It's going to. T- it's still going to take me forever to get to get that right, but <laughs> I know. It's so at least I'm not the only person. So, but no, the thing I, is, I yeah, I remember Aikman did it uh, this year, like late in the year. He said Redskins like that. So, yeah, we're all doing it. I mean, we're all yeah. Yeah, you know, especially if you're a cowboy guy, because you, you're yeah. so used to cowboys and Redskins. It's like yeah. You know. And so what happened is Tom Landry realized that they going to run the play and they weren't supposed to. And they got stopped. Dallas lose that game. They lose the next game, and then they lost the wild card game. So after that, but the thing is, what I remember most is after the Cowboys blew that play, Tom Landry mm-hmm. actually was upset on the sideline. I'm, like, I'm like, whoa, what? I'm like, I've never seen that. Because all you ever see him with, like, just standing there, whatever. I could. When he showed the motion, like, don't run the play, don't run the play, I'm like, oh, boy. I'm like, how no one else saw that and be like, okay, well, if he's acting like that, shouldn't we call timeout? You don't see him act like that. So. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, that's yeah. He he was always very yeah. Man, oh man, good stuff though. Yeah, but I remember though after Jones fired him like that the first year when they went one fifteen. I'm like you 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 deserved it because I'm like. It's not the fact that you fired him. It's the way you went about it. You you didn't even have, have the guts to do it face-to-face. He had to learn about it, I think, through the media. I'm like, really? For everything that this man was to this organization, that's how you did You You didn't have the guts. I'm like, okay. Yep. So, I know. I, I hated that, that they did that to, to Tom, you know? Yeah. I mean... It, it was getting to the point where I think they said, because I heard stories afterwards, that he was beginning to lose it, and at times he would call in plays for players that weren't right there anymore. I don't know how accurate that is because I've never been able to find out everything, but I've heard rumors of that. And I'm like, okay, I get that, but still, even if all that is true, you still need to be – Step up, be man to man, and be like, I'm going to tell you face to face. I mean, you just don't take a legend like that and be like, just kick him to sign it. And be like, oh, yeah, well, it's my team. I do what the hell you want. Cause... But the thing is, shortly after they had this success, so people kind of forgot that. But I'm like, well, you know what? It's been over 30 years. I still haven't forgotten it. So I always look at Jerry, Jerry Jones. I'm like, yeah, I asked. Mm-hmm. Jerry, I know, man. Jeez. Well, hopefully he won't be on them much longer, right? Yeah. But are his kids going to take? I, I, I wonder how that's going to work, right? I, if I hope, I hope his son would be like, you know what? I'll just start the team. Which for some reason, I don't think, I don't think that they're going to do that. Because you know, it's so bad. I never saw the, the breakup that. But I do remember after he, he got rid of Johnson and he came home, there was a, a, a story where his wife said, you just couldn't leave it alone, could you? <laughs> so <laughs> even then, his wife knew. He, <laughs> like, bad. yeah, ask. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. Yeah, but after watching this hockey season, I'm like, man, when's football coming back? I am ready, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Between Neff and the Sabres, I'm like, man, I just – I can't yeah. deal. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that was interesting during the pandemic is, like, when the playoff season started, I'm like, okay, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm watching a hockey playoff game. I'm like, this doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of, some of it was kind of fun, you know? Then we had, what, yeah, Tuesday I mean, night football games this year? We had Wednesday night football, you know, we had all kinds of games going on this year. Yeah, I think they said this season for football, I think they said might have been the first time where there was a, a football game played on every day of the week. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. There was. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. How's everything else going for you, okay? Yeah, I mean, uh, for the most part, 
considering everything that's been going on, I really can't complain. So good. I'm happy about that. And, good. And, Staying healthy and, then, um, and yeah. Yeah. And then on Monday I'll be getting um the first uh, uh shot. I'm Great. not sure which Excellent. one I'm getting, so if you get the Moderna, okay, my buddy's a doctor in Jersey. He said, second shot, really make sure you stay hydrated, extra hydrated. It's going to help you because, you know, it may be a little bumpy. It said some people have experienced it, so just make sure you keep your hydration level up. So it'll help you a little bit. Okay. That means uh, anything. I, I remember that. So if I get the Moderna, stay, stay hydrated. Okay. Yep. Second shot especially, so. Yeah, I get mine on April 5th, my first one, so I'm not sure what it's going to be. But oh, okay. I guess the biggest thing is, you know, do we have to get it next year? I mean, does this last two years? Does it last five years? I don't I don't even know. I don't know because everything keeps changing, but the thing is, the most important part, I'm like, is, you know what, there's something out there that's going to hopefully put it into this. And see, the only problem with this is it always turns into politics because I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I have friends, they'd be like, well, the former president should get credit because of the fact that the vaccine is so available and it, and it happens so quickly. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you know what? I can't argue that. I'm like, you know what? You have an absolute point. Then there, then there's the other side of it. I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe if you would have spent more time of actually taking it seriously and not going around and being like, this is the media and Democrats and this is a hoax, maybe all these people that died would not have died because it could have been stopped a lot earlier. So I'm like, yeah. He, there's, so I think he, I think he bring gets up good. credit, but he also gets a lot of the blame too. So he gets both. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. When you're, you know, and the thing of it is, I wish we were at a point where I feel like we're so focused on who gets credit and who gets the most credit for the, you know, this and that. And the problem is, is that one side of the aisle will be like, oh, it's all Trump gets all the credit, right? And Biden gets nothing. And then the other side is, is like, no, Trump gets no credit. He's, you know, he's, there's 500,000 deaths at his watch, and it's all Joe Biden getting the vaccine. But it should we really shouldn't be at operating like this, right, Johnny? We should be operating as, as Americans, period, right? That, right. Hey, it, was a, it was a team effort. Okay. You know, were there mistakes made? Yeah. Multiple politicians, multiple experts made a, some missteps in the beginning of the process, right? And – I think we were just too focused on who gets the credit, who gets the blame. Well, how about we just all come together and let's get this done, right? Yeah. I think you, know, you notice how a lot of countries like – my buddy lives in Taiwan, right? And the thing of it is Taiwan, they said, okay, we're going to mask up. We're going to stay inside. They all listen Yeah. because they listen to their government. Where in the United States, and I'm not picking sides here either, Johnny, right? It could be – I don't care what side you're on, but you're going to get some people that are going to listen. You're going to get some people that are going to be resisting, right? We're too split. So you had all this split going on, right? 
And we had all these multiple messages from all these places. Everybody's coming up with these theories, right? Yeah. When it really should have been, let's just put this all aside right now. Okay, I don't care if Trump's a Democrat or Republican. I don't care if Joe Biden or whoever. I don't care. We have a pandemic on our hands, folks. This is nothing we've been through before. Let's put all this crap aside, and let's all figure out one thing we need to do to get out of this. And it didn't happen. Right. Now is the problem. You know, and yeah. we can point fingers left and right, and we just need more balance, man. We just we're, – we're all sitting here in the middle while all these other extremists are, are destroying us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what I think anyway. Yeah, no. Um, it, it, see, it, see that, that's the thing that really irritates me with everything because I'm like, you know what? If you take away the idiots that are extremed on both sides. See, sometimes correct. when you use, use the term both sides, it is correct. But in some cases, it's, it's not. But see, when it comes True. to some crap, I'm like, you know what? There's a pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. And the only, my only thing is that really, to this day, I don't understand. I'm like, you're going to attack the man who, this is what he's been doing his entire lifetime. Somehow, he don't know what he's talking about, but... A guy who has no experience in this, no background in it, yeah, he know what, what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that really irritated me the most because I'm like, you know what? Well, in that case, then, I went to one person because one time we would, I was trying to have a conversation and they jumped on me. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so d- do you have a child? I'm like, they were like, yes. I'm like, and... So mm-hmm. your son, son, his his wife, um, she was pregnant, and I was appointed the um, one of the like head people of the hospital only because of my uh, wife. I'm like, w- would you have a problem with that? They were like, no. Okay, now because of the fact that I'm now one of the head people, I'm going to tell the doctors now how to treat your um, potential child. Grandchild coming to work. You got a problem mm-hmm. with that? They were like, "Yes." I'm like, "Wait a minute!" But you just said with, when it came to the president, you had, didn't have a problem with it. Why? Wh- but they're like, "You're not trained in that." I'm like, "Yeah, neither is he." So I'm like, "What's the difference?" And they just looked at me. I'm like, "Oh, not you finally thinking about it, huh?" Because mm-hmm. the thing is, when it came to this pandemic, I didn't. I did not give a damn what people – I want to know the people who are training this, what they say, because they are the ones that deal with this. They know what's going on. I don't need some yeah. fool out there to be like, oh, well, no, I, I, that's not what I think. No. You're supposed to be the leader, and I don't care if you don't agree with them. You're supposed to lead and be like, you know what, I have to guide guide everyone out of this because this is what I was lucky for. Not mm-hmm. uh, no well, I I just want to be important and it's all about me. Yep. With and here's the other thing that's funny because I'm like as much as people want to be like still want to listen to him, I'm like, okay. Isn't it funny that even though he kept saying it's a hoax? Gee, he's fully vaccinated. Shouldn't I tell you something? Yeah, it's true. I mean, 
Yeah, it was just he he should you know that's where you know there are certain it's so complicated, right? It's to say that he everybody was just too strong in their statement. Oh, it's a hoax. What does that mean, right? Like yeah. you could say like he could say like, hey, listen, we have a pandemic on our hands. Okay, we don't need to we don't need to over panic. We can't call the complete hoax. Let's meet somewhere in the middle. That's what a leader should do. That's where he went wrong. You know, and what's going with the problem the problem with today's society is everybody's just so like it's all one way or the other, right, Johnny? It's like yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's there's no compromise anymore on both sides, right? It's like you have to be all for this or you have to be totally against that. Why can't I be a little bit of both? Yeah, you know what I mean? I'll give you an example, Johnny. You know, why can't I be – no, I'm sorry. I just, I'll give you an example. Why can't I be for the environment but, be for, but, but also be in favor of a comprehensive illegal immigration plan? You know what I'm trying to say? Like why can't I mix both sides and make it one? But yeah. we don't do that. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's got to watch you know, one network or somebody's got to watch another, and I'm going to believe everything that they're going to say. Well – how is you know that's the problem that's going on right now, and they're flaming these people and they're getting nuts on both. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's just it's, it's madness. That's it's, why I stepped it's, away it's, from it. I stopped watching. I got I said it's see, no, no, no. See, it's funny that you said that because I tell people this all the time and they think I'm nuts. I I mm-hmm. tell people, look, I watch Fox News, I watch MSNBC, I watch CNN, because I'm like, you know what? Even at times when, like, after, like, some, like, president gives a speech or some other thing is going on, I'll flip between the three networks because I'm like, I want to see how they're all reacting to it. And people are like, no, I just listened to that. I'm like, well, first of all, if you only listen to one network, you're only going to hear what you want to hear. And I hate to break this to you, they all will edit information to make it look for whatever point they're trying to do, because I've seen all these networks. I'm like, play clip. I'm like, you know what? I saw that clip live. That's not how that clip went. You add a certain piece of it, and now it makes it look a different way. And if people are only following a certain network, they'd be like, see, that's what I'm talking about. But I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, you just got misled, but the thing is, for some people, they is if I feel like they just want to be misled because they just want to hold on to a certain point of view, and that's it. Yep, I agree. I agree, Johnny. And I just, I'm just waiting for the day that a lot of us that are rational in the middle, you, you know what I mean, that. You know what I mean? It just we just want the best for everybody. I mean, that's what I want. You know what I mean? Not everybody's going to agree. And the other thing is, it's okay. It's okay to disagree a little bit, right? I'm sure if you and I really sat here and went through everything you and I believe in, there's going to be things we're going to agree on, and there's going to be some things we're going to disagree on. But you know what? Oh yeah, that's definitely. fine. That's okay though. Like you know what I mean? I mean, because sometimes you know what people don't understand is, you know, Johnny, I may have a certain stance on something, right? And then Johnny tells me something like, you know what? I never thought about it that way before, right? And then – so I try to understand things, right? I'm try, I try to seek understanding first and then make an opinion second. That's what I really try yeah. to do. You know, and because that's really what we all need to do. And I, you know, sometimes I'm, we're all guilty of it, right? We knee-jerk react and we do all this, but 
you know, that's normal. Right. Yeah, but I try definitely. not to do that. You know what I mean? But as long as I – now I say step back, say, okay, let's – let me gain understanding of this, right? So, yeah, anyway. Just hope for some yeah, better days, I, my friend. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, I think it w- will be. But see, I think one of the worst things that ever happened is the fact that we have these 24-hour uh, news cycles. Because yeah. You, well, before when something would happen, you would hear about it, and then it might mm-hmm. come up later on. Now, when something mm-hmm. goes goes wrong or, or whatever side you're on, want to attack it, now they can play this over and over and over. Mm-hmm. All the same. Yep. Yep. I agree, and it's very it's very toxic. You know, my buddy used to work. You know, I, this always stuck with me in the 90s, right? My buddy used to work for MSNBC back in the day. He was on sports, right? He said, remember when Princess Diana was killed? Yeah. Now, I'll tell you, you know, a little backstory. And I, I did go to Paris two years ago, and I saw that flame. It was pretty pretty chilling to be there to see that, you know, where she had her accident. There's, like, this big yeah. gold, like, statue that they have there. And it's You know, it's pretty wild, right? But long story short, my buddy's in the newsroom. You know, Princess Diana has this accident. They're high-fiving each other. They're like, we got hard news for three, four days. Yes, this is great. I'm thinking to myself, he's thinking to myself, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, somebody just died. Like, a woman wow. in, in their thir- <laughs> you know, this I'm sure this goes on at every news station. It's not just yeah. MSNBC. You know, I, I don't want you to think it's just about MSNBC. I think it's just all of them, right? And they all oh, have oh. these third-party companies. You know what they do, Johnny? Let's say... President Obama speaks or President Trump speaks, whoever, right? Doesn't matter. They'll they'll take a speech and they splice it up to sell to the networks based on their agenda. Yeah. So let's say you're a hardline Democrat network, right? You you're gonna be sold or hardline Republican, you're gonna be sold one thing and the other network's gonna be sold something else. Oh yeah, definitely. It's crazy, isn't it? It's just there's so much going on that we don't know and it's just and it leaves us all confused in the middle, you know? Yeah. And the sad part is the people that understand it the most are the ones that somehow are paying it off. Oh, well, see, it's their uh, conspiracy. I'm like, okay, we're the ones that are being irrational, but the people that are on both sides are being complete morons, those mm-hmm. are the people you want to listen to. I'm like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yep, I agree. And it just drives me nuts because I've sat down with so many different people we've, where I know we have not agreed, and yet mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, we're looking at each other. I'm like, I'm like, look, we're having a conversation. No one's raising their voices. We're having a real conversation. I'm like, the problem mm-hmm. is the people that have been elected, they're completely – Controlled by whatever group it, it is, I'm like, that's where the change needs to stop. We need to get, be like, no, no, we're not going to listen to you. We're going to listen to people that actually have real ideas and actually want the best, not just, well, no, it's it's all about what I want. Yep. I couldn't say any better, Johnny. I really couldn't. And the thing is, I, I, I'm like, you know what? I just keep hoping and praying that 
somewhere down the line we'll get back to this. But then it is funny because I remember I was talking to Frank one time, and I was like, you remember the show back in the 90s, Blossom? Yes. Yeah. I remember, now I remember there was one time when she was running for president or whatever, mm-hmm. and that whole campaign, everything got so nasty. I'm like, I look at, I, I look at that, I'm like, wow. That was in nineteen like ninety three, ninety four, something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, it's, it's over thirty years now. I'm like, wow, it's actually worse now than it was then. And back yep. then, they, they were just making fun of it. I'm like, unfortunately, no, it's gotten a whole lot worse. Yeah, and everything's about politics now. Everything you can't get away from it. It's just like, listen, I I understand the importance of being active and. And trying to help others and, you know, all that. But you know what I'm saying? Like everything, comedies, like shows, news networks, everything is about – I'm like, I need a break from this, man. I just need a little break. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I don't need it in every walk of life I'm in right now. And that's that's another problem I have. Yeah. And see, now the thing is it's so bad because now, even now when I look at like certain shows, I'm like, and back then, I thought nothing of it. I'm like, okay, that could be considered different things because, like, for yeah, example, like that Three, is true. If you go back and look at Three's company, you can look at some things and be like, what, really? You know, I mean, you, you're actually so right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like we just never knew it shows, at the time. Yeah. It's just so sad because some of the shows, and, well, see, my all time favorite TV show is Who's the Boss? And now oh, at times job. I'm kind of I'm kind of afraid to go back and look at some of the episodes because I'm like, okay, now what kind of crap now am I going to find? Yeah, that's true. Well, it's kind of like even when I was a kid, like I never realized it before, but like stuff like Archie Bunker, it's like hey, you watch it now, you're like, holy crap! Like there's no way you could put this on TV well, anymore. Not, well, no, no, right? Now, see, when it came to all, all of the family growing up, I'm like, I see again. Not trying to like because we're different races and everything, but yeah, yeah, yeah like, fine, sure. But when it came to all in the family, I watched it all the time. Yeah. And the thing is, I a lot of the stuff that was going on. I know Carol kind of was playing a character, but at times, Norman Lee was trying to like really put a spotlight on things, and he he tried to do it in the in a very, like, comedic way, but yeah. a lot of people didn't all, always get it. But I'm like, True. no, some of this stuff's going on. I'm like, you know what? I understand exactly what he's saying. Been there, lived it. To this day, still go through it, live it. So I'm like, I get it. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I, I cannot relate to you on that, but I would, you know, I would always take – that's what I just kind of came back to before. Remember I said about seeking understanding? Yeah. Right, like I would rather hear your side of the story because I can't sit here and tell you that I'm an expert on that, because truthfully I haven't felt that way before, right? And and I don't treat people like them, and I'm and I'm really blessed that my my grandparents and my parents were absolutely not like that, and I'm so happy that they were not because I you know I've I've never had that in my body, so I'm so happy. But yeah. About those topics, I'm really, you know, 
I turn to someone like you, Johnny, because I would rather hear your side of the story because take me into your shoes. Like take me how it feels because I I can't sit here. How can I act like an expert when I, I haven't been through it, right? It, I don't understand it. You know, I don't have a complete grasp of it. So I that's where I think that's one topic where I wish we would all just work together, and I think it would just be better. I think we'd all be more peaceful. I think people would understand it better. You know what I mean? And we would get to where yeah. we want to be, at least for yeah. the most part. And, you know, it's never going to be perfect, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah. And the thing is, I still believe there's more people that want to do that, but the problem is right now, it's all the mm-hmm. loud mouths that don't want it, and right now. I know. Yes. We, we, we have to find a way to eradicate them and be like, you know what? We're tired of this crap. Mm-hmm. But, I think we're getting there. I think we've made strides, but, you know, and I hope we don't lose sight of that. I, You know, that's my fear is that, you know, you and I both know, when, you know, compared to when we were kids and now, it's definitely gotten better. Right. right? But there's still things, you know, there's still – there's always going to be work to done, but I just hope we don't lose sight of the fact oh, that yeah. what has been done. We need to say, hey, okay, we've made some pretty good progress. You know, it's getting better, but we could still – let's keep enhancing it. Let's keep yeah. working on it, right? And that's fine. You know what I mean? So that's – I just don't – but I feel like there's so much hate. People think it's going all the way back again. No, we don't have to go – we're not going all the way back. We won't let it happen because it's not on my watch. It's not going to yeah. happen, meaning I'm not going back yeah. to those days. Oh, heck no. <laughs> you know, we – Oh, yeah. It's gotten, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I, yeah, I could give you an example, and people thought I was crazy. I remember mm-hmm. on a high school um, trip, we mm-hmm. went, we did a trip up to Boston, and we were over there. Like, you know where um, where that uh, Cheers bar is at? And yes. I, yes, I do. Yeah. Actually, I've been there. Yeah. I know exactly where you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so we were there, so we all separated. But before we separated, everyone was like, well, how are we all going to get back together? I'm like, I'll, I'll tell mm-hmm. you exactly how we're going to do it. But they all looked at me like, all right, what stupid thing is he going to say? And I'm like, I'm like, look for the group that is mixed. And they're like, what are you talking about? Because, see, I, I surveyed what was going on, and basically it was all, outside of our group, all the other people, whatever race they were, that's who they were with. So mm-hmm. when we all had to start gathering together to get back to the bus, they all looked at me like, what the hell? I'm like, do you guys not look around and see what was going on? Hmm. And they were like, apparently not, because I was the only one that caught this. I'm like, I looked. I'm like, we're the only people that are, are mixed, and we're all the ones that were getting the dirty looks. And I'm like, well, first wow. of all, if anyone that should be getting the dirty looks is you guys, because you're the ones that are not being accepting. But I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, there's, there's, oh man, but we'll get there, Johnny. I'm convinced there's, there's way more of us in this world right now, you know, than, I mean, you know what my motto's always been, my friend? We all bleed the same color, (laughs) meaning, you know, if I, (laughs) if I cut my wrist and you cut your wrist, guess what, Johnny, right? And that's how I try to. I, I, I've always tried to be, you know, as much as possible and, yeah, you know, and I think, I, I think we'll get there at some point. And I just hope that people have had enough of these extremists just rise up and say, all right, 
no, we're taking back. We're taking things back now. Enough of you, right? So. Yep. No, because the thing is, that's my belief, and like I said, I look. If he, like for example, I look at my Facebook page, and mm-hmm. oh yeah, because I remember at one point people kept saying things about. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to try to call people out because I don't want to try to embarrass people. But the thing is, I looked at. I'm like. What's reflecting back at you? Because sometimes that plays a very important part of it. I looked at yeah. all, all my friends, 